Tonight on the podcast, we got so much geek news for you. It's going to make you sick. We're going to be talking about the PlayStation State of Play. We're going to be talking about The Boys. We're going to be talking about Obi-Wan Kenobi. We're going to talk about Flash. We're going to talk about Kevin Feige leaving Marvel for Warner Brothers. What? And we're going to talk about Lance's shower thoughts as he recaps (laughs) Phoenix Fan Fusion. Max, hit that intro and let's go. It is a balmy 100 plus degrees on this Friday night in Phoenix. You're listening to the Absolute Geek Podcast. I'm Matt. I'm Lance. I'm Max. Hey, where the gang's all here. Welcome back. I know, dude. Myself included. I know, we're all together. We are family. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Guys, how are you? How is everyone doing this week? I'm good. Oh, look, we got. I'm Chad, Stumbling Jedi. What's up, Stumbling Jedi? Welcome, welcome, welcome. You know what? Stumbling Jedi is part of the family too. It's true. Is. Yep. We like we like Stumbling Jedi. And I know he's usually too busy to tune in live lately, especially because it's like three hours behind him. So it's good. It's good to see you. Good to see you, buddy. It's three hours ahead. We're, we're there. He's ahead of us. Yeah, I meant to say we're three hours behind. I don't <laughs> okay. know. I don't know how I worded it, but well, I hope you guys are all having a glorious Friday. Um, I know it's been a pretty darn good one here. This week flew by, and that's what happens when Monday's a holiday, I guess. Week just flies by, and I'm okay with that because I'm ready for a weekend. It just goes to show that I think this country needs to have three day weekends be a standard. I just just need a standard three day weekend. Four day work weeks. Yep, exactly. You're not the bastard stepchild, stumbling Jedi. It's all good, buddy. (laughs) Uh, my last weekend was actually a four day weekend. Cause I get every other Friday off. So that is nice that my company allows me to do that. That yeah, is that nice. Is, that is I a nice that. perk. So, yeah, I guess, I guess I technically only worked two days this week just cause I, I took off uh, Thursday for my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> well, I had Monday <laughs> off for Memorial day and then I took Thursday off for my birthday and I'm not here. I have a big thing and I'm sure I'm not the only one. If I'm going to take a Thursday off, Whoa, I'm not, I'm easy. not going yeah, that's easy. Okay. Nobody needs to know about your big thing, right? <laughs> if I go, if I'm taking Thursday off, I'm not going back in on Friday. It's not happening. So I just took today off too. So now I get a nice long weekend and then I'm traveling for work next week. So it's going to be weird. Nice. Where are you going? Uh, Annapolis. Uh, it's, uh, that's like nearby Baltimore. So yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Weather's going to be a lot cooler. 80, 80 degrees for the high every single day. And I'm sure that people that live there are like, oh, it's so hot, guys. I'm so sorry. And I'm just it'll be, be humid though. So I'm gonna you, be laughing. You probably won't feel much of a difference. I don't think it's gonna be that humid over there. Uh, it's it pretty humid, man. Does yeah. it? Oh know. yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know the south gets really humid. I yeah, the Midwest uh, too. Well, I was there, I was there a month ago. It didn't feel humid at all, but maybe, maybe it'll be humid when I'm there next week. Maryland, right? Yeah, so the, the summer yeah. months, bro. Yeah, that's true. Just switch May bag off. Early June. <laughs> then we'll talk about how big it is. 
Yeah, yeah. Stumbling just said it too. You're going to sweat your nuts off. Oh, I'll be fine. We're going to be inside. Whatever. We're going to be outside. Oh, doing, there's like this like river tour cruise thing that we're going to do at one point. So maybe that'll be hot. But nice. I'll Lance, be shorts new with and you, a buddy? t-shirt. Nothing much, man. Just uh, school's kicking my ass. Work's kicking my ass. Anna uh, is too, right? Anna's kicking my ass. The kids are kicking my ass. Everybody, You two are <laughs> kicking my ass. Everybody's just kicking my ass, man uh no it's um it's good man it's uh it's good to uh it's good to be busy um stumbling says to bring the powder <laughs> a little cornstarch do a little cornstarch and and then you can uh deep fry them and have yourself some hush puppies mm. you know that sounds like the kind of thing that the deep would eat but we'll get into yeah. that <laughs> stick boy commenting live from boston tonight welcome sticks glad you could join us Glad to have everyone here tonight. This is your first time turning in. In your chat, make sure to say what's up. Become part of the show. We're glad to have you here. We're glad to have everybody that watches us and chats along with us every Friday night. Hope you guys are having a great week again. Uh, Happy, healthy, good to go, ready to have a good time tonight. Uh, Things are, it's business as usual in my household. So, you know, just. I am happy, healthy today. But I'm going to be a lot less healthy, but I'm going to be very happy tomorrow night when we have our absolute geek um, reunion party for my birthday at Rodizio's. So, Oh, shit. Thank goodness you reminded me. <laughs> <laughs> All you can eat Brazilian barbecue, baby. I'm going to oh, be yeah. happy two weekends in a row. That's two weekends in a row we're all hanging out. Yep. It's true. I'm planning on not eating anything tomorrow. I'm going to bring my sweatpants. I'll be good. Your make Thanksgiving sure no, pants. Yeah, make sure there's no restrictions. And well, it works out for Matt because they give you the reward within 14 days of your birthday. Yeah, so he gets so to I, take advantage of it did too. He, did he sign up for the for their mailing list? I oh, did. smart boy. So it looks like I'm the only schmuck not uh, that's paying for it. <laughs> oh, my beautiful fiance for yeah. reminding me of that, which she says, make sure to bring your manscape stuff. Yeah, I was gonna make a joke about your, that. Your, your ball deodorant and. Ball toner. <laughs> um, yeah, dude, that's gonna be fun. <laughs> Sticks as I landscaped the hedges before I left. Aaron, thanks for asking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's oh, great. Man. But yeah, yeah, it'll be fun so, night tomorrow night. Good deal. I'm glad to hear everyone's had a good week. Let's get into the to the show here. The meat and potatoes now. I had to lead off with this and we get into news. A little geek news. It's not so much geek news, but last weekend we had Phoenix fan fusion here. And I know Lance has been dying pepperoni to get stuff off his chest. So yeah, pepperoni shower thoughts here. Um, <laughs> as when you said shower thoughts in the opening, I thought you meant something like sexual. I'm sure you did. <laughs> and I probably did. I don't, I don't know, but this yeah, is a family man. show, Lance. Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> I would not call us that. Um, <laughs> there, there's a couple of issues I had with Fan Fusion. First of all, every every year that we went to Fan Fusion, like I've I've loved it, even with you know getting kicked out in the in the middle of the thing because fire alarms and and all the crap that's happened in in prior years. Uh, this year I didn't go Thursday or no? Did they have a Thursday one? No. Mm-hmm. No, this year Friday, I didn't Saturday, go Friday. Saturday. I only went Saturday. Um, normally I go all three days. I stay for the whole thing. Uh, 
this time I couldn't wait to get out of there. I mean, it just seemed like uh, it wasn't offering anything new. And I think that if you if if you are running these kind of conventions and you don't find something new to do every year, you're going to get bland and dull, dull. Um, and that and that's what I think. Phoenix fan fusion is suffering I like, from. I like that little bit of Bostonian accent you just had come out. Dual. 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 Uh, but uh, I mean, do I see myself going next year? I'm not sure. I didn't yeah, buy I anything for myself. It was way too expensive just to attend one day. I spent with tax $88 to just go one day. Uh, it's, I don't know. And then it's barely any comic stuff, it's mostly anime. Like the, the, it seems like every year there's less and less stuff that, that, um, pertains to me. Like I'm getting phased out. I don't know, Matt, what are your thoughts on it? Um, yeah, look, it's been two years since we've had a con, right? So you, you would think that when we come, when it comes back, it's going to, they're going to bring the heat. And I thought maybe they would. And, you know, I was like holding out hope. And everyone I was talking to was like, they're going to, they've got bigger guests. They're just waiting to announce them until the um, sales go up in the last minute and not yada, 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 yada. And that's not the case. I went there really for, for John Romita Jr. and Scott Hanna. And most of the creators were charging where that usually, at a con like that doesn't happen. Um, Scott Hanna, Scott Hanna, Scott Hanna wasn't charging for his autograph, but what I got signed is an amazing Spider-Man 36. The uh, it's the September 11th issue. So it's like a kind of a, like what Spider-Man did when the world trade centers were attacked. Yeah. And so Scott Hanna usually draws really cool stuff on here. I'm going to share my screen here. Um, so on that book, as you can see here, he usually draws like the World Trade Center in the background and he does a lot of cool stuff on these covers. And previously, it used to be free. He would just do it like John Romita Jr. does a remark on it. He draws a Spider-Man face and stuff and does a remark on it for free because that's what he does with that book. Scott Hanna used to do the same thing. 100 bucks, 200 if you wanted it more detailed now. John Romita Jr. Dude's, dude's a legend, but his art in my opinion, has gone downhill since he did kick-ass. He can't get out of that kick-ass style. Yeah. $45 for his signature. And I paid it because, well, I wanted that book signed and graded. So I paid for it. But it's just like the level of guests, celebrity, and comic book-wise wasn't there. People are going to come to this convention no matter what the people coming in the door isn't going to be the problem. It's the level of guests they get and the level of guests you would think after two years would have been like, they would have went all out. Like we're back. Like let's start this off. Let's you would get have thought Robert Downey taste. Jr. Was sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> let's get a fresh taste in everybody's mouth. Let's remind everybody what Phoenix comic-con slash fan fusion is all about. And instead they, they didn't bring it at all. Like it was very flat. It seemed like, like the, the biggest the name was Chuck biggest, Norris. Yeah, was Chuck fucking Norris. 
the biggest draw was Chuck Norris. And man, it just, the heat was not there. Like they couldn't sell enough booths. So I found out that that's why the, the celebrities were on the main floors because they couldn't sell enough booths to, to, to warrant the extra space for vendors, for vendors. Yeah. It felt like all the vendors had the same stuff. It felt like all the vendors were overpriced. All the comic books were overpriced. You try like everybody got into the comic book industry and I, everyone got in the comic book industry and collecting and flipping and selling and buying books during the pandemic. And now that the cons are back, you're seeing that because you go to a booth and you got a dude who's going through three boxes of, of books at a time. And you scoot in there and the guy's like, no, what the fuck are you doing? These are my, I'm, I'm looking at these. And you're like, dude, you're looking at two. The third one, you're not going through. I'm going through that too. Cool, man. Whatever you say, you know, and that, been a couple different booths to me and it just kind of turned me off to the the whole like trying to dig for books and it was like at a a time you went to a comic con to get deals on things or things that you couldn't normally find and that's not the case anymore now they're charging ebay graded book prices on a book that's raw and and shouldn't be that price or you know like i like you said this is the first time i've went to a con and god knows how long since I can remember since I've been going where I haven't bought anything for myself. I didn't buy anything for my kid. I didn't buy anything for myself. The only thing I really got for myself was the book signed and that's it. Yeah. Like there was, I walked through and there was nothing else. Now later I see someone post on Instagram, an awesome print of Marilyn Monroe dressed as Harley Quinn that they got from the con. I'm like, fuck man. Why didn't I see that? But and just like there was really nothing there that piqued my interest. Like no good, really no good panels. Everything was felt very last minute. Like it just, the only thing I could say is like the things I've, I've had hiccups on with the past is like at least Saturday when I was there, there were, there was no fire alarms going off. Nobody tried to kill any of the celebrities. There was nothing <laughs> like this is the first year I got there got my badge, got through security and it was in the convention hall in about 10 minutes. Yeah. That, uh, that I remember the last time we went, you, you waited outside. We had a panel to do in the morning and we had to wait outside for an hour to even get into the convention center. And then once you get in, it's just a madhouse, you know, but this time it seemed like you got in and you got through security in about 10 to 15 minutes which was nice. Now it did feel like I was getting, I was this close to getting cavity searched, you know, because <laughs> they think they're the TSA in there or something uh, like you're about to jump on a flight or, or whatever. So it, it is, it is still a little bit um, ridiculous. Like you have to empty your backpack and show them all your electronics and, and all this other crap. And it was just a little bit, I was surprised I didn't have to take off my shoes, you know, but um, no, I I gotta echo the statement you made about the guests, man. Like, I recognized Billy West and John DiMaggio. Uh, DiMaggio, you had it right. Yeah, thank you. Sorry, I was start because there's Joe DiMaggio, which is a totally different person. <laughs> so I started saying yes, and I was like, oh, that'd be cool to to like meet them. Like, um, and if you guys don't know, they're very famous voice actors. 
Um, but then you look over and it's like Georgie from it, which does everything here in, in Arizona. It's not a draw. Well, because he lives yeah. here. Yeah, he lives here. Um, you had, I can't even name the other people that were there. There was like some cosplayers, I think, that had booths. But no, no, like actors. Like the only one was Chuck Norris. Wait, do they <laughs> Lance booths? missed out on booths. a cavity search. I'm sure someone would have volunteered. <laughs> <laughs> I'm there, the buddy. Gotcha. Booths, booths, B O O T H, booths. Um, it just feels like they were up until like March. They were like, "Is this thing gonna happen?" It, you know what I mean. And then they're like, "Oh, it can happen." Let's hastily throw this thing together. That's what it felt like. Well, I think it was supposed to happen. Well, it was supposed to happen in, I believe, January. Remember? Because that was when they were in, they announced it for January. Yeah, and they then pushed it out a few times. They pushed uh, it out to, to May again. Probably because they weren't getting vendors. Yeah. Or they were having trouble getting guests. Or, I mean, they had some, like Felicia Day was there. Um Harvey, Harvey Gillian was there who plays um who's in what we do in the shadows um yeah. again like you said Georgie they had um Doug Jones who's in a lot of stuff uh the chick who plays crazy Jane from um who's also in Encanto but she's in Orange is New Black and Doom Patrol but yeah there really wasn't that big draw but it's a con so people are going to come you're Patrick Warburton was there. You're not going to have any problems filling the con and having attendance come, but you don't have that big draw. You don't have that big draw to, to warrant people spending a hundred dollars or $150 for, for three days. Like I almost felt ripped off because I spent $50 to get it. I know you spent more because you bought tickets later, but I spent $50 for one day and I pretty much matched that in one signature. And I'm just like, you know, I've heard a lot of people say, um, yeah, the tick was there, sticks. Uh, I've heard Warburton. people say that, you know, you're spending 150, 200 bucks to get it just to get in the door. You feel like you almost need to spend double that on vendors to get your money's worth. And you, it wasn't there. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I go for like vintage toys and Funko Pops and stuff, and they were charging ppg prices that why do i have to spend 88 dollars to spend what i would spend from somebody on facebook you know mm -hmm. or offer up or something like that there's no real reason and then you look at the panels and shout out to anthony uh who, who we've done a few things with he had some great panels i went to one of his and it was a lot of fun but besides that it was where where's the draw like there was no the pan the panels weren't even that good. The, the, the con for me is just an excuse to go hang out with people that, you know, because you live on the other side of the Valley or whatever, you don't get to see all the time. Like, well, at least I don't like Jay and Corbin and yeah. you guys and, and stuff. So that's, that's the draw of going to the con for me is it's a place to hang out with like-minded people. that are in the same thing as you are, but I, I also want to buy stuff and I want to have that experience of meeting my favorite creators or meeting celebrities. Like, I'm not usually the big like celebrity person. There's been maybe two times I can remember that I've gone to meet just for a celebrity. And it's just like, all right, well, 
what is there for me to do here? And it's bad when even Corbin, someone who's who's been a flag carrier for this con since they said it was coming back, who went as far as to contact him to get programming, who was on panels with Anthony, for him to say, man, this con was not worth it, is a big and The tell. one thing he looks forward to, he couldn't he even can't do. do. Yeah. He got cock blocked trying to do speed dating, which is so terrible. But And he's like, this thing is on because of me, and I can't even get into it. Right. Poor guy. 100 people an hour before it. And it was like, yeah, you that know, sucks. 75 dudes for 10 girls. Well, that's but, not surprising. Yeah, Sticks. This is the biggest con in our area. And the problem is, is with the, from what I'm hearing in stores, like I, when I went to the shop Wednesday to get my books, there are a bunch of people in there saying, you know, man, it wasn't worth it. There was the snacks were too expensive. You know, when you're going to a con, you want to eat there. You want to do everything there. Mm-hmm. And people are saying, well, I had to leave to go get food because the food was too expensive there. Everything was too expensive, you know. And I'm, we're not the only ones I've heard say I left there not buying anything. And that's unusual. Like a lot of people in my local shop are saying that I left. And without buying anything, and that's something that doesn't usually happen. But I, I hear a lot of chatter that it's from the way the people who run this convention treat these celebrities. If they have an issue or or whatever, it's it's how they're treated and, and how the con is run. And nobody wants to come here. So from what I hear, I'm hearing in the shops is that unless like a change of ownership happens or somebody else comes in the area to put on a con, this is this is what we we have to expect. Like it's not going to be a stellar convention anymore. It's it's we've probably seen the heyday of, of fan fusion and yeah, I mean, well, we'll see. It'll be very telling to see if Tucson, it's bigger guests and bigger names than fan fusion. Did. I have a lot of fun at the Tucson con. Like, honestly, like it feels like I what I loved about the Phoenix con, but it's a much smaller scale. There's, I think you get better deals on the vendor floor there. And it, it just feels like they, they, it's not so, and I have nothing against people that like anime or anime or anything like that. I'm just not a fan of it, but there seems to be at Tucson con things that attract all the different subsections of like that nerd and geek culture. Whereas this, it was, anime 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 or cosplay anime and cosplay was pretty much well i saw the 90 percent of the vendors right. huh i saw a good mix of people like anime and comic fans fans but i'm talking about the vendors oh yeah yeah the vendors it just seemed cosplay anime and then funko things everywhere but like uh the door the- price so matt paid 50 bucks for saturday and i waited too long and mine w- with tax was 88 dollars yeah, it's six. We have a local con this Sunday that sounds better run than this was, and it's just one day. Yeah, it it's just not like it. It used to be. It was on the way to being one of the bigger cons, right up there with like Baltimore and San Diego and New York and Salt, Salt Lake, Lake is huge. Yeah, it was right up there with them, and now it's just it's teetering off, and it's, and it pains me to say it because one of my buddies runs it. You know. And I know that he's a good dude and he's trying to do the best he can, but I don't, and I, I want to stress this. I don't think it's that. I think it's the upper echelon. Yeah. People. No, it's, 
it's like the dude who run it's the dude who owns the thing like whoever yeah. they have to go through to get uh, you know approved to book these guests and the contracting and all that like that's like the programming's fine the panels they put on are fine the, the after hour stuff there's I always they something were, to do but i thought they were not as good as they were previous years the paneling yeah well like i usually i usually would go to at least two or three panels a day and i looked at that at the brochure and the only one i went to was anthony's because i was supporting him and jay and corbin um that were in the panel um but there was no there was no big name interviews like uh, a couple years ago they did uh scott snyder and and um well, mcfarland, McFarland but... but they didn't even have those you know Mc... what i mean well mcfarland had one but you had to pay to go to it it was oh, extra gosh. cost on top of on top the of the price. almost hundred dollars yeah, you guys are making me real happy i didn't go yeah you're i, <laughs> I didn't miss anything on. honestly if i didn't want that signature i probably wouldn't have gone either but yeah, um, I almost didn't. And then Jay was like, I'll pay for your parking and da da da. And I'm like, all right, dude, let's go. I hope it gets better next year. I hope um, they come out swinging next year, but it just, it wasn't there for me this year. And it's well, I've been sad. saying for four years, I hope somebody comes in and, and sh- like puts on a con and shows how it should be done. Because all these other states, we're the seventh largest city in the nation, I think. All these other states have these great cons. The fan base is here. But it's... Well, I, I guess that depends on who you ask. Because they used to have... We used to have um, Amazing Arizona in February. It was always uh, Valentine's Day weekend. And they left because they said the fan base wasn't here. So, who knows? I hate that, dude. Like, the fan base isn't here, but maybe you're just putting on a shitty con. Well, he, I mean, in my opinion, that con did get a little stagnant and it was the same guests year after year after year. And it felt very much mm-hmm. like saying, you know, we know you're going to come. So we're just going to give you the same, you know, we're going to book our friends and give you the same people year after year after year. And you're still going to spend the money to come because you're sheep. So but, that's what fan fusion's feeling like. Yeah, it is. It really is. And, but like I said, people are thirsty for cons here. People are always going to go to show off their cosplay. The community's here. Like you said, the community's here. The fan base is here. The people want to go to this stuff. But any any way for you to grow and get bigger and warrant charging almost as much as it costs for three days at San Diego, you need to bring the guests, and you're not bringing the guests. How much is San Diego three days? Uh, I think I spent... On a three day pass, I think I was spent almost two hundred bucks. Yeah, so, so I spent almost a hundred dollars for one day. Yeah, so it's, it's just... fucking ridiculous. And not to mention, I had to pay for parking, which was twenty or thirty bucks. So I'm already over a hundred dollars. Uh, and then on top of it, everything there costs way more than what it would have cost if I bought it from eBay. Yeah, that's why so... the only things I bought were those those voodoo dolls. There's a company there that makes uh these these voodoo dolls based on comic characters and stuff but they're handmade like they actually are you know they they it's an art to them my kids love them i bought five of them for a 100 bucks those are the only things i bought because that's the only place i can get them 
But if I was going to buy, I usually spend like a grand every time I go to these things on Funko Pops and vintage toys and stuff. And I walked out with only those things for my kids and a couple of t-shirts for my wife and I. Yeah, I didn't. That's crazy. I didn't even buy shirts, but that's, I bought the that's shirt because it was Ramon's on. logo. I thought it was awesome. Oh. Well, <laughs> that's it with Phoenix Fan Fusion. Like, I just do better, I guess, is all I can say is we got to have you got to do better and you can't phone it in anymore. I think post post COVID, man, to get people to come to those big things that have big crowds like that, you have to have a draw. You have to have bring a draw. Those hits. Yeah, you have to bring those hits. You have to have a draw to get um to get the people in the door. Let's just put it this way how much everything costs. Every year I've taken a picture with Charlie the Supernatural Impala. Uh it's like a a fan built it. Every year I take a picture it's free. This year just to take a picture with a car it was 20 bucks. And to take the picture with a car with Felicia Day who's not even the person I would want to take that picture with. Like yes, I guess she's Charlie in Supernatural. It was 50 bucks. So they're even charging you to just take a picture with the car from Supernatural. I'm so glad wow. Sticks asked this question because I was going to bring it up, but I didn't want to sound like a bitter bitch. Apparently, <laughs> so, we're not media. Yeah. yeah so, so do you guys ever try for media passes? So get this, Sticks, since you brought that up. Years past, I've had no problem getting this podcast media passes for this convention. When Kyle and I went, Jose, Kyle and I, no problem getting media passes. I can get media passes for us. Granted, it's only one, but grant get media passes for us to San Diego Comic Con and WonderCon and and WonderCon and all this. We are approved for press for WonderCon and San Diego, but we can't get press for this con. And they specifically said that podcasts are not media. And basically, it was if you weren't working for like a big news outlet or a big newspaper, you weren't considered media. And that's basically what they told us. They basically said podcasts are not media, but good luck with your podcast. Yep. San Diego. Which is funny because Couch Crunchers and, and the, you know, like you said, you guys used to go. Oh, it's free. never been an issue. We got, yeah, we got press passes, you know. Well, no, ours were panel badges. We never got press because we never applied for them. We always did panels. Yeah, but you're true. right. You're you are right. Previous years we could have applied for press. We just had a lot of fun doing the panels. Yeah. This year none of us had the capacity to plan a panel. And you know? I I'm not one of the people that went to the convention just to go to the convention. When I was there, I covered the con. I wrote an article, a review of it. I took pictures. We, le- we talked about it leading up to it. And but we're not press. San Diego says we are, but Phoenix Fan Fusion as we aren't so not only we got offered to go to with with couch crunchers we got offered press badges with san diego or with uh with uh salt salt lake we got offered press badges for the one in austin i think it is there's a big one in in texas right uh there's a couple of them in dallas yeah yeah we we got offered one new york yeah we got colorado springs ones that we were offered and denver con we could have gotten into yeah, and they yeah. reached out to us. They reached out to us. This one I have to uh, and Tucson says we're press. We can get press at Tucson, but this one we had to apply for it. And two weeks before the con, they tell us, "Oh, we don't consider you media. Good luck on your podcast, though." Yeah. Yeah. Stick says I do Facebook pages 
and have gotten press slash media pa- passes well, for yeah. cons in the past. They want the yeah. publicity. They want the publicity. I bought a, a, a special filming rig that I was going to film the whole con floor. I said, why am I going to do this? Because first of all, the, the floor sucked. And second of all, I had to pay to get in there. Like, why am I going to give them free press? Yeah, I agree that saying podcasts aren't media is bogus. Yeah, but I digress. Moving on yeah. here. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, PlayStation State of Play that happened yesterday. Yeah, man. Something I can talk about. Yeah, we could find. Yeah, as we're talking about there. con, I'm like, I don't know. I wasn't there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, so State of Play, I enjoyed watching some of that. And I know you've got a few highlights from it. I mean, I guess if you want to go to the first one, I can start giving some of my thoughts about it. Oh, yeah. So some of the big ones we got were we got the announcement of Final Fantasy 16, um, Street Fighter 6. But one of the bigger ones I think a lot of people are going to be excited about is the release of Spider-Man, the um, Ultimate Collection, and Spider-Man Miles Morales on PC August 12th. Does Sony usually do this, release their stuff on PC? They have been lately, yeah. yeah lately they is... have been? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the last few years, I, like I own Days Gone on PC. I own God of War on PC, Horizon Zero Dawn on PC. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to pick these up day one. I'll probably end up picking them up just because I love them and I would like to play them on PC. But I think this is great. Um, I, and I th- and, and this is actually really typical love them right now. Like there's been a lot of buzz in the gaming industry just about how um, Sony, I think it was actually in their earnings call recently, was talking about how PC is going to be a big part of their market and they want it to be. So, you know, uh, Bob, is it uh, Bob Iger? Is that the guy who? No. That's Why Disney. That's Disney. I can't remember the name of the guy now off the top of my head who runs PlayStation, but um, he's a fan of putting things on PC. And I think it's a smart play because usually they're not putting stuff on PC until it's like been years. Like, well, is it's it been years since Spider-Man? It's been years since Spider-Man came out. And yeah, 2018. What? And I a actually didn't even know Miles since... Morales was coming. Miles Morales? Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I didn't even know Mar- Miles Morales was part of this. I thought it was just the original Spider-Man. But like because i guess like sometimes what people on playstation like big playstation fanboys will be all mad and say oh this sucks you're putting my games on pc i thought they were going to be exclusive to playstation and i'm like first of all why do you care so much that it's only you know on your platform that's a weird thing to care so strongly about but second of all it's years in between so it's not like like for me i'm a pc gamer but if i want to play the new spider-man when it comes out I'm going to have to own a PlayStation console. So guess mm-hmm. what? I own a PlayStation console because when God of War Ragnarok comes out, I want to play it day and date. When Horizon <laughs> Forbidden West came out, I wanted to play it day and date. I don't want to wait five years. This is know? this is my issue. Like, So all three of us own both next... We own both next-gen consoles, right? Yeah, I own a, a, a baller PC. I've got the Series X. i got the PS5. I, I just yeah. love gaming. I don't care what it is. So, But what I found is that the PlayStation Tim Ryan, that's boys, right, sticks the 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 playstation fanboys like the ones that are like playstation do or die they won't touch an xbox like yeah. they are kind of elitist like that yeah it's same with the xbox fanboys they're all well, i guess i guess so i hear about it a lot from playstation people that are just strictly playstation but PlayStation xbox people are, are typically more pompous because playstation has been more successful in the last 10 years yeah except you can't get one it's true, but my brother just got one. It got delivered today. I'm happy for him. Oh, really? Yeah, he got a PS5. I bought an Xbox, and I think I've played it a grand total of 20 minutes. 
<laughs> yeah, I've got one too, and I play my PC more. Now I just yeah. I have an Xbox for 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 status essentially, <laughs> so I can be on this podcast and say I got both. I'm awesome. Yeah, eh, I don't. But know. I don't know. Like it's cool that this is coming, but I was kind of disappointed by state of play. Like I was hoping to see some gameplay footage from Spider Man Two. I was hoping to see a little bit more about Spider Man Two, a little bit more about games that are coming. Wolverine. Um, Wolverine. I... Um, I was hoping to hear about Midnight Suns. A I thought we'd hear about God of War Ragnarok. God of War Ragnarok. That's supposed one. to yes. come out this year, and we haven't heard anything. But right. thing is, like, there's this whole Summer Games Fest going on. It's kind of like digital E3. And the reality is we might still hear about God of War. But I- I'm not going to try to say that the state of play was amazing, because it wasn't. No, like, it was very really. Like, this is fine. Like, that Spider-Man's coming out on PC. That's great. I've played these games already, like, twice, actually. I've played each of them twice. So I'm not dying to get this in August. But Final Fantasy 16, I'm excited about. Like, that's a new game. It's coming out summer 2023. I love the Final Fantasy series. So that's awesome. I'm stoked about it. Um, but I was hoping to, like, hear about Final Fantasy VII Remake or God of War Ragnarok or really, like, anything <laughs> well that's but, why i was disappointed too because yeah they're talking about you know like you just said final fantasies and that's coming out 2023 spider-man 2 is supposed to be coming out 2023 oh is it so yeah so you thought you would hear more about that i don't know if we're gonna do another state of play later on or or what but yeah without an e3 man it's it's real up in the air i know i know that Microsoft is still planning on doing their press conference on the June same 12th. day they normally would. Mm-hmm. But I was expecting a little bit more from, from Sony in the state of play. And you can tell that their clear focus is on their VR because there was a lot of VR stuff, a lot of Horizon Zero Dawn VR stuff. Um, they're bringing the Resident Evil Village to VR. Um, and but we still haven't got a look at what their new VR looks like, right? Nope. And no, another really. game we know what the that controllers look like is... Resident Evil 4 remake coming March 24th, 2023. I'm stoked for that because I'm a huge Resident Evil fan. I love this franchise. I, you know, I haven't had a big problem with the remakes, but I, I prefer another new Resident Evil game versus a remake. But, but hey, it wasn't, uh, wasn't Village earlier this year? Village was, was that last year. Last year. Was that it's a remake? Re- it's pretty recent. No, no Village, it was a new game. Village was a brand new game. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. Resident Evil 8, basically. But, I like the the third person over the shoulder Resident Evils. I'm not a big as big a fan of the first person versions, but they're yeah. still. I don't like first first, first first. I've person heard the first person ones are scarier though. Eh. I've heard these latest two are scary. I don't know. I kind of blew through the village. I I like I liked it. I thought it was an awesome game, but it was it wasn't that big. It wasn't that hard or scary, but. I've heard these games are really scary in VR. Like I could get Resident oh, yeah. Evil Four on my Oculus right now and play, it, and I haven't done that yet, but I'm planning on it. But I just, I don't know. I was hoping for more new announcements, like we were saying. Stick says I hate rehash of old retro games. Put your money on time and new games. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Exactly. I love so. There's, I agree. I think I think the re the the reissue stuff is getting a little played out. But they got that Cowabunga thing coming out here soon, collection. and yeah. I am fucking stoked. Oh, I am too. And that, but that's not even like a remake. That's just a reissue of it's just a, yeah, re-release of all the Turtles games in one 
in one package. Yeah, yeah. and I bought the uh, the Disney '90s video game bundle that it was like Ducktales, Darkwing Duck, Chippendale, Tailspin, like all the all the big '90s Disney games. Mm-hmm. I bought that too, and I played the shit out of it. It's awesome. Yeah, so I I hear you guys, and I don't necessarily disagree, but I do enjoy these remakes. Granted, I haven't played the Resident Evil ones, but Final Fantasy VII Remake I thought was great. But that game is also very different than the original game. And so it's like, yeah, it's like the same story, but it's like an alternate timeline type thing. It's kind of like almost a sequel to the original game. So it's it's interesting in that regard. Um, And then like the Resident... The Resident Evil ones, like again, I haven't played them, but they look really pretty, and I've been wanting to play them because, like, right now, I'm like, I wouldn't want to go back and play Resident Evil two, like from what, like the '90s, early 2000s, you know. But if you're telling me I can play the 2016 version, I'm in. So it's kind of like, and and I don't even think these remakes are necessarily made for me. I think they're made more for like Gen Zers who were too young to play Resident Evil, and now they're older. Yeah. You know, and so it's given them an opportunity to get introduced into the franchises. So another example, um, Knights of the Old Republic is getting remastered. I'm st- not remastered, remade. I'm stoked for that because I've never played the original games. I really want to. Oh, you have Star Wars. I haven't because the combat I've even is played so, those. The combat is so atrociously bad that I can't get past the first 30 minutes. I just, I hate the games. Those games were groundbreaking when they came out. I remember thinking the gameplay was awful when it came out. I played it like within a year of it coming out, and I was like, "This is bad. This is so bad." Stick says, "Never heard a zombie game get called pretty." <laughs> Thanks, Max. Well, I'm a visual guy when it comes to gaming, and the Resident Evil remakes are nice-looking games, and they run extremely well. Like when you mm-hmm. look at PC performance on Resident Evil Two or Three, like these games push like 130, 140 frames, and like 4K a lot of the time with not even the best graphics card. That's it's impressive how optimized they are. They look nice, yeah. but pretty. I understand why that word maybe isn't the word you're looking for, but you know, Gears of War, it's a bunch of monsters. Those games can be pretty. Yeah. It's, your, it's a perspective thing, right? Yeah. yeah. State of play wasn't over the moon with what was announced. There is some good stuff, but it wasn't Hol- anything. I'm holding out hope there's going to be more. Uh, I yeah. think Sony's going to release more content. Because they haven't said anything about God of War. We're, we are definitely going to hear something before the month is out about God of War. Even if it's, hey, here's a little teaser. It's not coming out until next year. But I'm I think excited for that Wolverine something. game. I'm surprised nothing came out about that. See, I'm not. I don't think that game's coming out until like 2026. So, really? No, I think or maybe even 2027. Like, I think, I think it's 2024 is the latest, man. I think it's I like think. four years away. Because like, they've already showed us a clip from it. No, they showed you like a pre-rendered CGI cinematic yeah. for like concept art. It's like the Indiana Jones one that they revealed something about a year, like last year. I don't think that game's coming out for at least three more years. <sighs> I, I mean, I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But usually... I should understand because Spider-Man 2 is supposed to come out next year, right? Yes. Yeah. So Tick says, let us gamers speak like visually stunning. Not pretty. Princesses are pretty. <laughs> All right. Oh Visually gosh, stunning then. Visually stunning. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West is visually stunning. How about that? Yes, it is. But I guess in his mind, if I wanted to say Aloy was pretty, that's probably allowed. I guess that might work. <laughs> <laughs> What's next? But Beavis and Butthead. 
our dynamic duo of dumbasses are coming back for another movie streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus starting June 23rd. This time, they've already done America. This time, they're doing the universe. Beavis about had to do the universe. Paramount Plus, June 23rd. Again, we're, we're keeping that trend of multiverse movies as apparently Beavis and Butthead are set to do the multiverse. And Beavis and oh, Butthead. Yeah, dude, I'm universe. excited for this. <laughs> yeah, I am too. They released. I didn't realize it was coming it. out so soon. Yeah, they released the 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 trailer for it um, online. It looks good. I'm I'm super stoked for it. So I'm trying I will, to find uh, out. Mike Judge had has had a couple of. Oh no, this is the only thing. That's coming well, out recently that he's talk written. of a there's talk of a King of the Hill reboot in the works too, but and Disney owns that right now. Uh, I don't think they own King of the Hill. I think they might. I thought it was a Fox. Property, I thought it was Fox. I would love to see King of the Hill come back, dude, because I, I didn't watch it growing up, but now I've seen more clips and just more about it, and it's I totally my jam, that dude. Show. That's still I like my jam. That. The, the ones I watched were The Simpsons and King of the Hill. Like, I never was a huge Family Guy f- fan. And South Park, y- you're a fan of for different reasons. But, like, they had American Dad, Family Guy, all those other shows come out. But King of the Hill, dude. that oh. I know it King was of the Hill was on Fox, humor. but I don't know if Fox owns it. That's, But I it, they I, must, they it must right own now. it because it is on Hulu still. You can watch all the seasons of King of the Hill on Hulu. Trying so. to figure out who who owns yeah. the ip dude, i love king of the hill man it's it's a show that i still watch regularly i like you said i used to be a big uh family guy fan and i kind of feel like family guy got boring and repetitive so i don't really watch family guy anymore but i could still watch me some king of the hill oh just, the, so I, apparently the update is supposed to, the the characters are supposed to be aged nice so it's, for, it's not like futurama where it's like the same design they're the same age as they were forever ago because that that re, that's coming out too on hulu but uh they're supposed to be aged so bobby's gonna be like an adult oh nice. for king of the hill uh-huh okay that's interesting bobby hill i just have seen like some of the quotes about uh you know something to the effect of hey dad what do you do if uh your guests ask for their steak to be done well done so you politely ask politely but firmly to leave. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, propane. And there's the meme of yeah, is he him. against propane or is he pro? No, he's a propane no, salesperson. Yeah, he sells oh, okay. propane. That's his propane whole job. I don't agree with him on that. Propane is not how you grill. You use a fire. Uh, it's nah. just funny. It, it, he's always talking fire. about propane over over charcoal. Clean quality propane. Oh, but yeah. then he's using charcoal. That's okay. I need to watch um, the show. Yeah, and then that's the meme of Bobby Hill getting from the episode where they come to Arizona, getting out of the truck, and like, who would live here? And oh god, it feels like I'm standing on the surface of the sun. (laughs) But they live in Texas, like Armarillo or something, which is Arland. 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 That's what it is. Uh, About as hot. (laughs) Oh man, yeah, great show. Yeah, super excited for for the return of Beavis and Butthead. Well, do the universe. (laughs) (laughs) next up early screenings and fan testing of the flash have been pretty positive so i don't know if that's going to get your hopes up or not but uh 
Yeah, early testing despite it doesn't get my hopes up, doesn't get my hopes down. I feel like every time I see these early reactions, yes, are, they're always positive. To catch fish. That's right. When Hank uses crack to catch fish. Sorry, Max, what were you saying? I was just saying every time I see you know early reactions to a movie or it's they're always misleading. They're I feel usually like. yeah, they're misleading or they're typically positive and so I, I am expecting the movie to be pretty good. I think it looks cool. I love that Michael Keaton's going to be Batman in it. You know, that's... And Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Yeah. It, it, you know, it's got that multiverse um, aspect to it. I think that's cool. So I think it's going to be good. I'm looking forward to it, even though Ezra Miller is kind of a nut job. Are we talking about the other piece of WB news? Did you guys see this? I'm not sure if it's on here. What? That um, the new heads at Warner Brothers Discovery are going to scrap all the... They want to scrap all the woke Superman stuff and bring Henry Cavill back. Uh, you guys didn't see that it was on comicbookmovie.com. No, yeah, I, I saw it, but I'm I didn't tired see of that, talking but I... about Henry Cavill Superman. We do yeah. it every week, so <laughs> good. they never fired him to begin with. So bringing him back isn't really the right term. But yeah, we don't need to talk about it. But no. spanning out of this came the news that there was a point in time that our savior, Marvel's Marvel's Jesus himself, Kevin Feige. <laughs> <laughs> nearly left Marvel Studios to go work for WB to make DC movies. So I saw this headline. At what point? Like, had he already started the MCU when he considered this, or was this pre-MCU? Uh, it was early on in his career. Um, before it was before Iron Man. Um, it was he was he'd already made the the Spider-Man movies, but he was butting heads with the head of Marvel Studios at the time. Ike Perlmutter. Pearl Mutter. Pearl Mutter. He was getting ready to to jump ship, and and go to DC. So, um, imagine how different the DCU would have been if Kevin Feige was. Or imagine how different the MCU would be too. Like, would we have the MCU if if that right. had happened? I don't know. I, I don't know exactly who like whose idea. No, he was. he already. This was around the time that Avengers was released. I'm reading the article right now. Oh, okay, he told. So. He he was talking talking to Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo says this when we when we did the first Avengers, Kevin Feige told me, "Listen, I might not be here tomorrow." Ruffalo recalled, and he's like, "Ike does not believe that anyone will go to a female starring superhero movie. So if I am here tomorrow, you will know that I won that battle." Well, I so remember it to, that. It had to. It had to. Yeah, See, it the had article to, I read earlier said that it was it was earlier on. It was like right after he was doing Spider-Man, he was trying to get the MCU off the ground and they were disagreeing and he was disagreeing with the people in charge. So he was going to dip, but they ended up working it out. So that's good that a little clarification, because I know they were talking about um, they even offered Todd Phillips to the Joker an advisory role on future DC films. Um, and that there's, you know, we know that they're looking for that Kevin Feige S person, but needs to be a comic book fan it needs to be like kevin feige is not a former writer he's not a former he's not a former uh you know artist or anything like that he's just a straight i love these characters and i want to see them done you know injustice right so they need to find that person that's you want to see just him done injustice or justice <laughs> But they need to find that fan, right? Somebody that understands the characters and it's not going to try to to make it rather like their... Vi like Zack Snyder tried to make it 
he made all his movies look like Zack Snyder movies where these need to be true depictions of the characters. And I think that's what Kevin Feige does well. A couple times he's misstepped, right? He's misstepped a couple times. But for the most part, everything has been a decent movie. Sticks says Flash movie gets okay reviews and other news. Ezra Miller drank all the soda and ate all the popcorn in the theaters and went to <laughs> tirade about Sour Patch Kids. <laughs> yeah, it needs to be a storyteller. Yeah, I agree. Sticks. No, I, I'm, no, I think it, it has to have somebody that it's somebody that has respect for the characters. I think is crucial because Kevin yeah, Feige you, does. You have to be able to tell a good story though, too. Yes, I agree. I, I think, I think. A comic book fan, but also a storyteller. Well, that's, well, that's why I kind of got on board with your Kevin Smith idea. Yeah. And that, again, still, I think as long as he, he's advisory and he's not directing, he'd do a bang-up job. Yeah. But a good storyteller and somebody that, that cares about, like, deeply cares about the characters. Because look at John Favreau with Star Wars. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, he's he's... Starting to face a little backlash now too, though. Who Favreau? Favreau, yeah. What have I missed? Because people are very. Um, we'll we'll get into it. We'll get into it. I'll, All right. We'll get into it. <laughs> I want to hear um, but this. The, the positivity of the the Flash is so well that they're apparently even going back and rewriting and reshooting parts of the Batgirl movie that's coming out. Um, to adjust to what happens in the Flash movie, and it was confirmed that Michael Keaton's Batman is also going to make an appearance in the Batgirl movie. So there you go. We're gonna get more. So is he Keaton. gonna be DC's Batman? I but like think he, old I think man he's gonna Bruce? be DC's old man Bruce Wayne. Yes, moving forward. Yes, I which fingers Thus crossed. Closing the door completely. Batman on ben Beyond. Oh yeah, that'd be great. Okay. But closing the door completely on Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck doesn't want to do it anymore. He, yeah, but I was reading something that that Discovery was was attempting to change his mind. No, I don't think, dude. I think after, I think once the Batman came out and everyone was was sold on Robert Pattinson, that closed the door on Batfleck. I think that closed the door on Affleck. They're going to move in a different direction, and they're going to ride the the Robert Pattinson train till the wheels fall off. So. I think and the wheels think will most surely fall off. Ben Affleck's time as Batman after the Flash movie is probably done. Um, he's more worried about getting married to J Lo and doing all that <laughs> shit. So they just bought a yeah. sixty million dollar mansion. He's gonna need that work then. He needs to be some. <laughs> he needs that Batman money. Hey, she's Jenny on the block, dude. She's got she's got money. I thought I had read they wanted to offer him like thirty million dollars or something like that. Which I don't even know if that's a lot for these actors. It's a if lot they're gonna me. scrap. Again, if they're gonna scrap that universe, they need to just scrap it, scrap everybody, and move on. Quit, you know. Aquaman. I like Jason Momoa. Yeah, yeah, but the Amber Heard thing. There's talk of Momoa coming to Marvel now, so who knows what's gonna happen? But he would have been an awesome Craven the Hunter. Yes, he would have. He would. Oh, that's just that's that. They're gonna make him Namor. No, they're not gonna make him (laughs) Namor. Maybe the uh, the water guy in both universes. Do you see? Did you guys hear that Amber Heard might only be in ten minutes of this new movie? Yeah, well, I had heard that saying that's... that for like three weeks. Yeah, and <laughs> they're they're cutting it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but 
Yeah. Moving on here. We're getting some Harley Quinn books coming here. Uh, Harley Quinn is going to be invading co- classic covers here for the next couple of we- uh, months. Um, the latest issue of Harley Quinn, starting at issue 18, they're going to do homage covers. So you have like the homage to Batman number one. Um, you have the number 19 is going to be this other Batman cover. Then you have 20 is the homage to the first appearance of Batgirl. Um, trying to think of what 20, what 19 is. I think that's the first appearance of Robin. Um, yeah, it says the girl wonder. So it's probably Robin. So then you got the, um, 20 is the first appearance of Batgirl. Then you Why is got... she on roller skates in that one? Because Harley's always on roller skates. Yeah, man. Why she not? is? Yeah. She's a roller derby girl. I don't oh. care what anybody says. That jester outfit is. Uh... Namor does not hashtag have sex with fish. I think he that, does. That that jester outfit is, is one of my favorites, man. But then you got 21 is the one I want, which is the, the homage of the killing joke. Oh, that's cool. Where instead like of the that. Joker on the cover it's harley with the camera and then the harley quinn annual is the hush cover the jim lee hush cover where she's standing there with batman on the gargoyle head that's awesome So those are all going to be coming out soon super dope books to be looking out for um for these harley quinn i don't know why they're doing it but homage covers is it like an anniversary of harley quinn or something mm, i don't think so they're just homage covers but, it's just the cover, right? It's not like they're yeah, no, it's book. just the cover. Yeah, yeah. It's just the variant covers to the book. That would have been awesome. Like you see how it has the speech bubble on the Killing Joke one. Uh huh. Where it would have said smile. If it would have said smile pudding. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, what up, Ish? Welcome in. Welcome. What up, ish. buddy? What's next? So, I like these. Oh, things. so it's. It's to commemorate Harley Quinn becoming a weekly series. So whoop-de-doo. But yeah, I want that 21 ish. I want that 21 cover, the killing joke. And that cover looks sweet. When does the animated series come back? I have no idea. That show is awesome. That show is awesome. All right, let's get into Kenobi. A review of episode three of Kenobi. I feel like my opinion of the show is completely different than everybody else's. <laughs> I don't I've know. been enjoying it. I'm not a Star Wars it. fan. I think it's awesome, man. I love I the Leia too. stuff. I think Leia's not I don't mind Leia. I don't I've seen a lot of people that are like, she is the greatest. And I'm just like, she's good. Ish says I, I like her. Sucks balls. Yeah, Ish doesn't like with it. And Z. he can take that negative negativity elsewhere. Balls with a Z. <laughs> Okay. Um, I I love it, man. Like I I think I look forward to it. I was a little annoyed that I didn't realize it was coming out on Wednesday. I thought they were coming out on Fridays, so I didn't watch it as soon as I could. I, I love the show, man. And and uh, Moses Isham is that Ingram? her name? Moses Ingram. Ingram. Where I did I get that? I might be from? mispronouncing it wrong. I thought it was Moses Ingram. Um, she's getting a lot of hate, and I think she's good. I think she's terrible. She's got no emotion. She shows zero emotion. Yeah, I don't she's think better than us. some of the other inquisitors. Like I feel like she's better than the guy who plays Han. 
I didn't even realize that that was the same actor, but the fifth brother is uh, the guy who plays Han. He doesn't do a very good job. Little Leia needs to be football punted into the next galaxy. That storyline is. <laughs> Who's the same actor? Well, That's maybe awesome. I'm wrong. I saw from Doctor earlier. Strange. No, Han from uh, Fast and Furious. No, it's not Han. No, from it's Fast not him. Furious. Okay, Jeez, why man, did not all Asian that, people man. look the same? Well, no, someone said it was him. <laughs> it's not. No, him. it is. No, it's not. Is it? Yeah, I don't think no, it it's was. Not. Yeah. It's the guy who plays Han. He is playing the fifth brother, and I, I and feel he plays like he it good because goes... it does not. It is him. Yeah, fuck yeah, man. Because he, it does not come across as him. I thought I didn't realize else. it was him, so I guess that's good. The makeup work is good. Yeah, but I feel like he, the, just the way that the character is portrayed is not great. He just feels really whiny, and I remember him from Rebels just being really stoic. He doesn't talk much. He's always not talking with clenched him. teeth. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't like uh, it. Anyway, I don't think Moses Ingram is bad. I don't think that she's incredible. Um, I don't, but I, I don't know. I don't, I don't mind her as a character. I think anyone who's, you know, hating on her purely out of racism, obviously, is deplorable and like that's awful. But if you don't like her as an actress, that's fine. Like you don't have to like everyone's performance. Well, the reason for like, disliking it is a, like is a race thing. Saying that she's playing the character like she's directed to, I understand that, and I'm not playing it like it has nothing to do with her race to me. It's just like. I feel like she's got no emotion behind it. Like it, it's coming. Her character comes across like she's got this history with Obi Wan. There's this history there. There's something there that is driving her for this. But it feels like she's got no emotion behind it. I feel like and, her drive. I feel like her driving purpose is to be the Grand Inquisitor. And like I like the first two episodes, but there's a big continuity issue for me here and that's kind of why i'm glad max is here tonight because i want to talk about this you don't think obi-wan kenobi this series can create a massive continuity issue moving forward um what is it what do you think it creates so in a new hope leia doesn't know who obi-wan kenobi is help me on obi-wan kenobi you're my only hope so there's no Hope, hey, remember when we were gallivanting across the universe and you were saving me from a kidnapper? Oh, I need you to help me again. So is it that she just never knows him as anything more than Ben? Well, no, and... she knows he's Obi-Wan already in the show. No, but she so, always calls him Ben. Yeah, she does, does, but she's heard he him refers called... to himself as Ben. Yeah, but she's heard him called Obi-Wan already. So so I, I don't think it's that big of an issue. Created? I don't think so. I didn't I realize that Leia didn't know who Obi-Wan was in A New Hope. Yeah. She has it's no idea it's vague. Uh, there's a lot of things that are vague. And, you know, I'm going to use a, a Star Wars, you know, trope here. From a certain point of view, it creates a continuity error. From a certain point of view, it doesn't. And from my point of view, it doesn't. So where I was coming at with the Favreau stuff, yeah, I want to hear. Is he's getting a lot of flack within the Star Wars community now for basically shitting on legacy characters. And like people feel like he was sh- he shit on Boba Fett. You have a show called Boba Fett and he get he basically the best episodes were with the Mandalorian. Yeah, Boba Fett wasn't done well. I agree so with that. So even with Obi-Wan Kenobi, it's like 
they're shitting on legacy characters. The this episode in particular for a lot of people going up on arms about because you have the final confrontation. You well, not final, but you have the big confrontation, the re meeting of him and Vader. And Vader just stomps his ass out. I love and that. And you have you have Obi-Wan saying, Oh, well, I don't remember how to use the force. I haven't used the force in years. He's always been forced attuned. He was forced attuned in a new hope. And not in none of the books or any of the legacy stuff does does Obi-Wan get fucking romper stomped by Vader. You know, so and then Vader lights the fire ground on fire, throws Obi-Wan in it, and then puts the fire out himself. Like is it, Yeah, it just, I thought that was awesome. It's I thought that made a lot of sense. Just, it, it just I hear a lot of Star Wars fans saying that Favreau is is shitting on these legacy characters and he's catching flack for it now to where maybe he's yeah. not the savior that everyone thought he was going to be. See, and, I'm I'm not a Star Wars fan, so I've been loving every second see, of it. See, and I am a huge Star Wars fan, and I'm still loving it all. So I want to address some things Ish is saying in the comments. I'll address the shorter one first. The Grand Inquisitor dies in Rebels, so another huge continuity error. The guy ain't dead. He's, he's not dead. The show's yeah, not I don't over. Think he's, I don't think he's, he's dead, not dead in this either. It's very vague the way they did it. He's, he's definitely not. I don't think he's not. dead either. Well, it's, episode three makes it seem like they believe he's dead. Right, he's and Vader... It, well, because Vader offers the the third sister saying you know saying if you bring me obi-wan i'll i'll make you a grand inquisitor but oh he's manipulating her yeah he's very good at I that think, he does that all the time yeah because oh, yeah. i think vader already han, knows the inquisitor's han alive he's, han thinks he's also going to be grand inquisitor he thinks that's promised to him as well mm-hmm. yeah no the grand inquisitor is not dead so that's not a continuity error so that's the second thing i'm going to address so he's uh, ish says leia only knew of general kenobi from stories that bail organa told her now, all of a sudden, turns out they were best friends all along and had all these adventures together. And then what? She forgot? You're you're assuming things. It never says that she didn't know Obi-Wan Kenobi. You can I understand like how you draw that conclusion based on the hologram. And it's not even necessarily a wrong conclusion for you to draw, but it never says that she didn't know who he was. In fact, I actually really like the fact that she does know who Obi-Wan Kenobi is because now I'm not so annoyed that she named her kid Ben later on. Because that was one thing that always bugged me about the sequels. I'm like, why would she name her kid Ben? Ben is... She she didn't even have a relationship with Obi-Wan. But now, well, Ben Kenobi saved her, so she named her kid Ben. I think that makes a lot of sense. I get where people are coming from. Ish says She says in the movies that she's only heard of him from stories. I'm going to have to go back and watch. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's true. But maybe I'm wrong, and maybe there's some continuity errors here, and I'm just not caring because I'm enjoying seeing Star Wars. I Yeah, she said she heard about Ben, all about Ben from her dad's stories. So now your mom is jumping in on the train. Well, I know know your mom and Ish both don't like this show, so they're definitely, (laughs) they're going to band against me on this one. I love it. I think it was super poetic that Vader threw Obi-Wan in the fire and then put it out because his intention was to prolong his pain. Like he didn't want to end it. He wants to make the man suffer. The, 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 the only thing I had an issue with was clearly Vader is very powerful. We know that. So he lights that stuff on fire. He puts Obi-Wan in the fire, puts it out. And then all of a sudden there's this bigger fire in front of him and he just lets Obi-Wan get away. I thought that was a little weird. I'm like, he yeah. very easily could have force pushed the fire away or jumped over it with his force powers. So I thought that was weird. So I'll, you know. <laughs> Your mom says, I love Obi-Wan. Don't throw me on that train. 
Oh, I thought I thought I had seen. Uh, I didn't mean the character. I mean the show. So if you love the character, that's one thing. I thought I saw you in the comments for uh, on Facebook that you hated the show, but maybe I'm wrong. I may have well, just, like, remembered it. I like the the nod to Quinlan Voss on the wall. Ah, loved that. But again, I don't like the way that all of a sudden the Inquisitor was like, "Hey, I know where your this this hidden passage is," or the third sister's like, "I know where this hidden passage is." Oh, look, little Leia. You know, mm. and then like Vader just all of a sudden like seeks out Obi Wan and like, and Obi Wan didn't even stand a chance. He's a Jedi master for God's sakes, and he's acting like a little bitch. Yeah, <laughs> he cut they, himself off from the Force, man. He hasn't trained in ten years, but he's never done that in any of the legacy stuff. Like that's what I'm saying. Is like they're shitting on these legacy characters. Oh, man, I think what they're doing makes so much sense. The, the dude, he, what he saw, what he went through in war, like you're seeing, like something realistic. But PTSD. he's whining. He's whining about how he needs to train Luke. He's sitting here talking to to Uncle Ben in Episode Two about how he needs to train Luke. How yeah, how the boy right. needs to start his training. And then he's sitting here whining about how he's not a Jedi anymore. How he hasn't used the Force. How he can't do any of this stuff to protect Leia. How the hell are you going to train Luke Skywalker to be the grand the you know the Jedi of legend if you're not going to do the use it to save Leia, like? It's it a journey, man. Add up, man. It's a journey because in Rebels, eventually he faces off against Maul and demolishes him. So, like, we but this know would that be after Rebels. No, this is before Rebels. No, this is all this stuff is after Rebels. No, this is before Rebels. Are you sure? Are you yeah, sure? Yeah, this is this is five. Yeah, years we verified Rebels. this last last week. <laughs> yeah, this is five years before Rebels, so he still has five years to like become the Jedi Master we know from Dude, A New Hope. Well, he has nine years to become that, but I understand sticks that he's hiding out and using the force to give himself away, but to bitch and say, I caught myself off just the fact that he got bitched out by Vader like that, like one handed Vader sitting here, whomping his ass with a lightsaber one handed and Obi's got them both on there trying to block his shots. And Vader's just stomping that ass, man. Like, where is it? You you put up some okay. You're hiding the force so you don't get found. That's fine. But at some point, you got to use your your greatest weapon, and you're just gonna let Vader stomp that ass out. It's a journey, and I I think Obi Wan is going six to, episode journey. I, yeah, I mean, or more. Now well, there's yes, talk of season but, two. Yes, but yeah, if they didn't I'm think looking, they were gonna get a season, I'm two, looking everywhere cool. online, and I'm not. Actually, I'm seeing that this show fixed the plot hole. Like it was a plot hole before about Leia and Obi Wan not knowing no, it each other. Fix anything. That that the article I'm reading has said a long question has been, uh, how did Leia Organa know Ben Kenobi if the Jedi Master spent the last two gate two decades in hiding on Tatooine to watch over Luke? It's it says uh, when Leia sends a message to R two D two pleading for Obi Wan Kenobi's help in the rebellion, it left fans wondering how. Yeah. Well, I don't. I actually. I'm but she's doing say, it because I disagree. She's, she's because hearing her father's story of the exactly. great General Kenobi. But it never Obi-Wan it never Kenobi. says that. In the movie it does. She says, You served my father well in the Clone Wars. And so like that in my mind, that wasn't wasn't a plot hole before. But I also don't think that this is a problem. So yeah. I, I think it was fine before. I think it's fine now. I it's just know. like people just... are getting mad about um how Vader says um like when he feels Obi-Wan's presence on the Death Star and A New Hope's like, that's a presence I haven't felt since. Well, he doesn't say since when. And then at one point he says, when last we met, uh, I was but the learner. Now I'm the master. 
well if you take if this is their last encounter then yes there's a plot hole from episode three i mean because clearly vader's not the learner here vader destroyed obi-wan and that's why i think there's going to be at least one more confrontation where vader is still well i'm kind sure of the are, learner. but it's like vader gets his respirator and all of a sudden he's just gonna romp or stomp fucking obi-wan's <laughs> ass like you know it just i don't know and i think and, obi-wan and is it, still weak though that's and apparently there's there is a lack of confidence you clearly see there's a lack of confidence he's got performance issues he constantly is trying to 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 turn to Qui-Gon Jinn and for for leadership. And I yep. wouldn't be fucking surprised if in one of these episodes he shows up. Oh, he definitely hey, is. If Liam works. Neeson doesn't show up, I'm gonna be pretty right. Angry. You remember exactly. when we were saying how Top Gun, like a lot of it, is ripped off from Star Wars, Max? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Every time Tom Cruise is trying to talk to Goose. Yeah, it's similar. <laughs> it totally is. Uh, the more and more I think about Top Gun, the more and more I I I am drawing comparisons to Star Wars. Talk to me, Goose. Talk to me, it's Goose. Just, you know, the whole premise of this is that, you know, him and Leia. Like, I liked the Leia stuff in the first two episodes. I was kind of hoping that by this episode it was going to be done, but it wasn't. Um, no, I think it's the whole. I think they're yeah, still think continuing on, and you you're the you now have the third sister and Vader hunting Obi Wan, and they have the confrontation and it's just like i don't know i just something about vader burning obi-wan then putting out the fire himself and that whole scene and just kind of the just how they made obi-wan this like a little bitch for better or worse i think this is the logan effect and i think that yeah right now he's torn down he's weak he's not He's not the Obi-Wan we knew. And if and if he doesn't get back to form, I'm going to be disappointed too. Like, I'm not going to lie. I just, I'm I'm giving it some wiggle room here because we're in the middle. We got, of what, three episodes left? Your mom yeah. says Bill or Ghana knew where Obi-Wan was the entire time. It makes sense that Leia would know where to find him. Yes. yes. But, you know, now it, it just makes that error of, hey, remember when we went joyriding around the galaxy? <laughs> well, at least you got to remember Leia. these movies are 40 years apart. Yeah, and none of the stuff matter, thought about. That's the fan base is so just so die. You need to get over it. But yeah, dude, they're I, not going to. You're I not hate going to the Star Wars fan base. This so is much. the whole conversation we had where, where you guys were banding against me because I don't like Civil War. We were? No, not you, Max, at Comic Con. Uh oh. Matt, Jay, and Corbin. <laughs> I don't like Civil I wasn't War. Saying a word. That was a conversation between you and Corbin. Yeah, Corbin and loves I Civil War. I don't like all. Civil War. Well, I, I don't. I don't remember. All I know is that I was. I felt alone on an island, <laughs> saying that I don't like Civil War. Because... All, all Corbin did was argue with you why it was, why it was better than the comics. You argued your point. Jay and I just sat there and <laughs> made jokes. And then... but it, it's it's the same. It's the same thing. Like I need to get over it. Like they're trying and then to make the fishy movies, woman walked past, and then it turned into a conversation about pronouns, and it the just woman. went all over the place. But oh, dude, yeah, a smell that I hope to never smell ever again. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm enjoying Obi Wan for what it is, but I just feel like it's, and I'm not even that big of a Star Wars fan, and I just feel like it's creating plot holes down the line, and I can see why people are saying. Favreau and Filoni are shitting on the fan base and shitting on legacy characters and, yeah, and because I, of the way they did 
Boba Fett dirty, and now the way they're doing Obi Wan. No, Boba Fett was bad. That was a bad show. Like yes, I'm not, I'm not going to sugarcoat it at all. It was bad, but I Ish. really like this one. I love take this a, one. Before we move on, I want to take time to shout out the chat and thank everyone for being here. Stick Boys, Aaron, Stumbling Jedi, Ish, your mom, Zaggy, uh, Kyle, everyone. Thank you for for checking us out, being here tonight. We appreciate you guys as always in the chat, making things more entertaining. Give us your opinion. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're new to the podcast and you're just finding this or you're listening to this in the playback. That's what we're all about. We're all about the community. We're all about growing. We encourage you to watch us live and join in the chat or leave us comments below and to keep the conversation going well after the podcast has ended. Yeah. Um, we're good with that. So I feel that we good with Obi-Wan. Yeah, I, I just want, I want to share one, one little thought before we move on. And it's just that this, I think that when, before the season is over, that the third sister is going to be killed by Vader. I don't think Obi Wan's even gonna be the one to kill her. I think Vader's gonna kill him, kill her himself. Yeah, she's gonna like let Obi Wan go or something like that. And... Oh no, I just think I or, think or she's gonna make a betrayal. mistake that gets him but, away. Yeah, the Grand Inquisitor is alive. I think he and Vader are probably already communicating. I think the Grand Inquisitor is gonna be the one that kills her. I could see that too. Fair enough, but I don't think it's gonna be Obi Wan. I think it's gonna be one of the fellow, you know, dark side users. But yeah, anyway, we're good to move on. I just wanted to make that prediction. <laughs> Zaggy says, well, they all die, so dot, dot, dot. Well, yeah, true, <laughs> true. But I mean, within the show, within this season. <laughs> What's next? But Yeah, like we were just talking about, season, season two in the works for Obi-Wan Kenobi by just based off of the, the buzz and the popularity of the first two episodes, um, they're already working on and, and get the planning stages for season two. No, doesn't say it's going to be a direct continuation. Doesn't say that's going to pick up later on. I would personally like it to see it tie into the Ahsoka stuff and all that announcement we got at Celebration. Um, but we'll have to see what happens with Obi Wan season two. I'm down, dude. More I'm down. McGregor. I love him. I think he's awesome. Yeah, I'm surprised. I thought this was intended to be a limited series, and this was all we he says. He says he's he's had so much fun filming this that um, I was reading a quote by him the other day. He had so much fun filming this show that he this was before season two. The you know the rumor was that a season two was coming, but he said he had no he would have no problem doing more. And now his wife just got cast in in Star Wars. I don't oh, know really? for what. Yeah, oh, that's cool. His daughter was in the second episode. The one selling trying to sell him drugs. Do you know that uh, Frack or Frick or whatever his name is? Do you know that Zach Braff? Yeah, I did hear that. Doesn't sound like yeah. him. Yeah. yeah. The Stick Boy says no season two. My rumor mill says a split season one. Six episodes now, four later. Doing the old Stranger Things thing, huh? I don't know about that. Oh, I'm sorry. I do have one more thing I want to say. Really quick. I'm sorry. I know I'm such a Star Wars fan. Vader's voice sounded perfect. And it was I know there's James some Earl Jones. Uh, so yes and no. Um, there's some controversy around it, but it sounded great. And I was really happy because in Rogue One, it just didn't sound quite right. And it was James Earl Jones. Like he did it, which is great. Um, th they credited James Earl Jones, but my understanding is um, in the episode, it was actually like AI that they used, similar to how they've made Luke's voice in the in the Book of Boba Fett, Mandalorian and stuff. On Top Gun, they did Val Kilmer's voice that way. Yeah. So my understanding is it was like AI, but it sounded perfect. I I just loved it. 
Simba. <laughs> I mean, James Earl Jones is like 91 years old. His voice sounds different, and that's okay. Like, it's fine. Disney was smart. They would just have James Earl Jones record every word in a dictionary and just use that <laughs> as like a data bank for any time they want to do it. Because every the minute, yeah, the minute his voice changes, if he dies and the minute his voice changes, people are going to be pissed. <laughs> It's like, hey guys, it's Dark Vader. I don't think it'll ever be that. They'll, they have ways to recreate that. That's better. what I'm saying. I don't get think the progressive guy. Or is well, that's what I'm saying already. State? I don't think that James Earl Jones actually voiced any lines for the show. That's what I'm saying. Is I'm pretty right. sure it's just AI that they used to reconstruct no, his voice. No, no, I'm pretty sure he did. I don't know. That's I heard that he didn't. Anyway, let's move on. I think what we're going to talk about next is Amber Turd and Johnny Depp. Yeah. Fresh off his legal this. win against his ex-wife, Amber Turd, a.k.a. Amber Heard, in his defamation lawsuit. I, I wouldn't even say it was a win because they both kind of t- were cute, were found guilty of, of uh, defamation. Um, but he was definitely, he came out looking a little bit better. Or did he? As there's producers and rumblings through Hollywood, they're saying that Regardless of the outcome of this trial and the fact that Johnny Depp is seen as the winner, an anonymous producer has previously collaborated with Depp stated that the Pirates of the Caribbean star isn't guaranteed to return to the spotlight despite the favorable outcome in its $50 million defamation trial. The damage that's done is done. And from this, it might start a process uh, back to some sort of normalcy, but I don't think he's going to be the big, big, big studio jobs he was getting before. There's so much on the line, the producer says. So, you know, just because he won and cleared his name doesn't well, do, mean that. Do the big studios want the press associated with him or Amber at this point? I don't know. They he do. has a he has a lot of Hollywood supporting him. Like if you go on Twitter and look up Johnny Depp, like all these big names, actors, actresses, and directors and stuff of, of defecation. <laughs> uh there's a lot a lot of hollywood is supporting him which is surprising because when allegations are made like this hollywood's usually the first to say to turn their back you know what i mean but they, he's been supported by his his um peers i know Robert throughout this whole Jr. thing is one person that's supporting him uh I vision just, uh what's his name bettany paul bettany i just don't think that i don't I think this was a natural progression of things because Johnny Depp seems to have lost a step where his movies haven't been that good anymore in a while. And Black Mass was the last one that I remember I really enjoyed. This is like that prog- natural progression of where he's not that big name really anymore. And and so why would you put him in big blockbuster stuff? I don't remember but, the last time he had a big blockbuster, like Fantastic Beast, but he's barely even in the second one, right? Yeah, and then he no, he was in the re- second one a ton. He oh, was he in it a ton because of yeah. all the Amber Heard stuff? And he mm-hmm. he got me too. And I mean, what this trial did is it went a long way to to show you that the court of public opinion shouldn't fucking matter, that it's innocent and proven guilty, even and it should be that way, even the court of public opinion. But whatever. It, but I, I can see where they're saying that they don't want the headache. They don't want the the negative press that's going to come from this. They don't want the backlash that's going to come from this. It's it's all just really murky. And I, 
I don't know I, how long it's going to take. I think with the red of the availability of social media and how blown up this thing got and like how much dirty laundry was aired for, between these two in their private relationship that dirty bed sheets that's like. gonna that's gonna hurt both of them in the long run way more than you know their their image is done their image is tarnished there's not nothing they can do to get that image back like all of that is out here now apparently he's been cast in Pe- beetlejuice 2 three days ago yeah we'll see like that's ever going to come out i don't i don't believe that at all because I, I hope so because i've been since day one like i'm like really like i, I it's been a struggle to believe amber heard at all throughout this whole thing and uh I think he was done dirty. Like there's other ones like Harvey Weinstein when like he had so many people come out and say like people that he's dated, say he was nothing but an angel. Like, uh, uh Zaggy, I'm really starting to worry about you, bro. <laughs> Apparently Zaggy's fetish is people pooping in his bed. So there you go. <laughs> uh, 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 who was uh Kate Moss? Wasn't it? She came and testified at the trial. They dated for like three years. She said he was nothing but an angel. Like he never pushed me. Like that, all of his former uh, romantic relationships have come out and supported him. And that's been going on for the last three years. You know, they've come out and supported him. You never heard anyone really say a bad thing about him. But yet Amber Heard said he abused me. And then with all the voice recordings of Amber Heard saying no one's going to believe you and all this stuff, it seemed like a hit job. Yeah, Heard. Her defense team did not do a good job, which makes me wonder how come. Uh, why didn't he win in in uh, in Britain? Well, if no, all these I things existed, why didn't he didn't win in Britain? It. She beat him in Britain. Well, I just think it's UK different legal team, yeah. maybe social media pressure. Honestly, but there was like some hard. There was like some hard evidence there that shows <laughs> that she's lying. Your mom says Kate Moss was a crazy heroin addict. Super credible. I don't know. I think in this day and age, if 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 a man Paul's beat on you, signed NDA. I think if a man beat on you in this day and age, they're gonna voice it. They're not gonna come out and defend them. Wait, who? Oh, okay. I was gonna be like, in this day and age, if a man beat on you, they're gonna voice it. So like, I just beat her ass. <laughs> no, 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 I just no, smelled no. her ass out. They're, they're, I just, punched, or I just punched my wife in the fucking eye. Like That's women are more like. empowered now than ever to come out and voice these things that they've experienced, you know? Like in this day and age, like you are supported if these things happen to you. Like you are supported to to use your voice and to have so many people come out and say, No, he was great. It's just I'm I mean, you know, I'm not getting into the semantics of the trial because it was long, it was drawn out, you learned fucking private shit about both of them some lady farted in the middle of her testimony you learn (laughs) that she likes to take shits on pillows and she severed his finger there's just so much you learn through this but my my whole thing about putting this in here is like do you think this this trial since he was found in it since it was ruled and favored in the court of law should impact him from getting big roles in the future in Hollywood should it impact his career in Hollywood whatsoever 
I think it I think it will impact it, but no. I think he's a great actor. He just hasn't picked good projects as of late. But yeah, I think he's a good actor too. And I but I I mean I said earlier, I think it will impact his career. So I think I think big studios may not want to be associated with the press that just came comes along with us, even though he won. Like I Yeah, just, I don't know if it's gonna happen tomorrow. I think maybe it could eventually happen. But We'll see. I mean, they're still airing his cologne commercials. <laughs> it says he wants to sue Johnny Depp for the movie Mordecai. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love it. That's a bad one. And Dark Shadows. That was another bad one. Uh, Stick said the judge in Britain went too far off what he was there to do. They were there to try a newspaper and heard on defamation of character and slander. The judge went further by saying, I'm sure there's going to be more to that. Dot, dot, dot. Dot, dot, dot. Leaving us in suspense. Leave us wanting more by saying what they said was true and ruled that way. You guys are right. I'm looking at uh, his latest movies. Johnny Depp has not done really anything in a while. Well, he's been boycotted. Well, that too. But I mean, Fantastic Beasts. I mean, I know it didn't do well, but that was a big movie. Um, Obviously, in 2017, he did a Pirates movie, Dead Men Tell No Tales. That's big. But I'm like looking through a lot of these other ones. Sherlock Gnomes. I mean, I haven't, I haven't heard of most of these. I think Sherlock Gnomes was like a very... I don't think he was the main. Yeah. Oh, oh he by played the way, Donald Trump in a movie? I didn't even realize that. It was a funny or die thing. Um, it was the art of the deal, I think it was called. Yeah. Um. By the way, uh, so Ewan McGregor's married to Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who has been cast in Ahsoka. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize he was married to her. Yeah, that's cool. I'm glad she was. I've had a crush on her for as long as I can remember. She was cast in Ahsoka. I wonder who she's. It doesn't say who's playing. Well, because they've. I know that Ahsoka is going to have like the cast of Rebels in it. Could she be Hera? Some of them. I know Sabine has already been cast. Yeah, Sabine's been cast, and they haven't said Ezra or Hera. I don't know if well, I don't know if Ezra's going to be in it or not because there's three. Just, I'm looking oh, at the IMDb cool. for Ahsoka, and there's three people on here: Ray Stevenson, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, and Ivana Sakano or Sakno. I don't know how you say that. They they don't have casting credits; they're just listed as in the movie. But Sabine, Anakin, and Ahsoka are all listed. Anakin, Anakin? flashbacks probably. Yeah, it says Hayden or he's Christensen be as, as Anakin, or he's going to be there as Vader. Yeah, I don't know. All right, what's next? <laughs> I'm laughing at Zaggy. Next up, Fantastic Four rumors. Marvel is looking at Sam Raimi to direct Fantastic Four. I love Sam Raimi as much as the next guy. No, I don't want this. Like, I loved what Sam Raimi did with Doctor Strange. I know you guys aren't huge fans of it. I loved that because it was in that horror element. I don't want Sam Raimi for Fantastic Four. I don't want... We've already got campy Fantastic Four. We don't need more campy Fantastic Four. I want a sci-fi, like, Christopher Nolan interstellar type Fantastic Four. That's what I want. But yeah, it says that after John Watts' departure, Kevin Feige is taking his time and choosing a director. As He's quoted as saying he wants a director of Sam Raimi proportions, if not Sam Raimi himself. I agree with getting a big name director. That would be huge, but call Christopher Nolan. I think he'd make a fucking awesome Fantastic Four movie. No, thank you. 
You don't think he no. would? No, thank you. Yeah, Why I not? That I would want Christopher Nolan doing that. Just I John want, Krasinski fucking direct it. That's what I want. I just want John Krasinski to do it too. I don't know what's going on with him because he gave up Quiet Place 3. He's not directing that one. He's not directing the spinoff for Quiet Place. Like, what's he doing? He's got Marvel money, bro. He's going to make those Marvel movies. That's what's going to happen. He's good. he's playing Reed Richards now, bro. He don't need that Quiet Place money. He's got Marvel money coming in. I mean, he's writing the new... I think he wrote the new... Um, he probably wrote it the same time he wrote too. That mouse showed up and said, Oh, one, two million, <laughs> three million, four million. Oh. Did you know yeah. John Krasinski's in Free Guy as a voice? Uh, yes. I did not know that. Yeah, I just read that on his IMDb. No, I didn't know that. And he he's also the voice of Superman in DC League of Superhero Pets or whatever it's called. That's cool. It's interesting. Uh, no, I want friendly a gesture. I want a sci-fi um, director, not a horror director. Like Ridley, Scott. I love Sam. <laughs> I love Sam Raimi, but I mean, if they're looking for a big name, I guess Ridley Scott. That's a big name oh, in sci-fi. I don't think Ridley Scott would ever do a. Um, Marvel, Marvel movie. movie. I yeah. think he's come out and said. I think he's on the James Mar- Cameron Scorsese sides of that. I bet you James Cameron would if he did, but then he'd make it this big grand. Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright wouldn't be bad. Edgar Wright's relationship with Marvel Marvel soured over Ant Man. I don't know if that'll sure. ever happen. That's true. I forgot about Ant Man. Steven Spielberg's. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron. <laughs> Aaron wants us to put an attraction yeah. man on the screen. You know what? Here, let's go to solo mode for me. If you want to see an attractive man on the screen. Yeah, I'll put an attractive man on the screen. There you go. Oh. Mm, there you go. Did you just say mm, to yourself? I did. <laughs> Stick boy says money makes the bad things go away. That's true. <laughs> True. Uh, we were talking about it a little bit before. Um, I don't think we're reviewing it, but Top Gun Maverick had a $160.5 million opening weekend. It scored the biggest opening of Tom Cruise's career and the biggest Memorial Day weekend ever. It was so fucking good. And it's it was got great. 97% fresh rating from critics and a 99% audience score. I thought this movie was going to suck. I had no interest in it. I think I said on the show several times that I don't plan to see it. Well, I changed my mind and went and saw it on Thursday. It was it was great. It was so it was super good. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah, it was basically a new hope but with you know, modern day planes. It was Maverick versus the Death Star and it was great. I loved it so much. <laughs> sticks i was dissatisfied that the canopy didn't kill anyone in this movie <laughs> right but i i was excited that it actually had a purpose the first one is just nostalgic fun and they're going through the top gun school but now it's actually nice to see that they had an actual mission you have to see yeah, the mission the play out. even if it was uh just was blowing up the death star it was yeah I mean, it was exactly like blowing up the Death Star. It was because you know, <laughs> you know, 
it was a three meter wide target cavern everything about it was very (laughs) star warsy but you know what that's fine whatever i thought it was great i just was it was clear to me that the writers were star wars fans i thought that was fun i enjoyed it i walked out with a big old smile on my face i felt like throughout the when this movie was announced i said why 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 did we not learn anything from all these bad reboot sequels and so far the last couple that i've seen the ghostbusters sequel was really good this one was really good what's another one that's come out way after the fact Aaron says that she thought they did an excellent job casting miles teller as he looks identical to him yes he does like him he does yeah it was so Uh, good if you're looking for other reboots, I mean, Jurassic World, let's not talk about the last one. because Dominion. Sucked. But the first one was pretty good. Like, that was a decent, you know, Not like this, though. Not like this. Like, <laughs> Aaron says uh, no, Lance likes no. everything. Oh, fuck. Aaron? <laughs> I don't he know. Didn't like, he didn't like Ghostbusters 2016. He didn't like that one, nope. that's for sure. Shit on that hardcore. It was bad. But yeah, that Top Gun. Was a spit in the face. Top Gun Maverick, man. I can't say it's enough so about good, this movie. Hey, can I make can I make a recommendation for a Fantastic Four director? Sure. Bryce Dallas Howard. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I could see it. I like her Star Wars stuff. Yeah. But. She'd be great. So Zaggy says we can't compare to everything. I want to know what, what you're talking about. What are we comparing? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, we compared Top Gun to Star Wars. Oh. (laughs) It is true, though. And he's trying to channel the force spirit of Goose the whole time. (laughs) And then then they're flying through a cavern, and they got to shoot a a missile in a tiny little three mil. Like, it's the Death Star. I didn't realize it until I stood up and Max said that. I was like, holy shit, I just watched A New Hope. I watched the last 10 hey, minutes of A New Hope. In Maverick was all movie. the hope you need. Yeah. Dude, it was awesome. It was awesome. By the way, so our movie started with an opening from Tom Cruise saying, thank you for being there and stuff. And he looked so old. And then yeah. in the movie, he looks about 20 years younger. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they Did filmed this that? probably in like 2000. <laughs> well, yeah. This, yeah, yeah but well, they this filmed movie, it a long time ago. Yeah, I think this movie was filmed, yeah, two years ago. And kept getting pushed and pushed and pushed because of COVID. I think it was filmed like four years ago. So, like, I wouldn't be surprised if this was filmed. All like, I know is Miles Teller got ripped. He did, but like, it was supposed to release in 2020 and pushed and pushed and pushed. That's part of the reason I didn't want to see it. I was like, I've seen trailers for this for like three years. I'm done. And uh, was it was well great. worth the wait, man. It was. It was good. Well, should we talk about something diabolical? Let's talk about the boys. First three episodes of The Boys dropped Our, early. We're yesterday. spoiling, right? Oh, yeah. You can spoil. All right. If you haven't seen The Boys yet, um, thanks for coming. We'll see you guys next week because we're going to spoil the shit out of this. Um, so, yeah. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Yeah, I'll make a tag for it really quick. Oh, you Actually, got I need to edit that. Here, I got it. Okay. Okay, so spoiler warning. Um Let's just get this out of the way. Guy enters a, a a man's penis, literally, shrinks himself down, enters into a penis, sneezes into death. 
That was crazy. That was, <laughs> that was a crazy a way to start the first 10 minutes. <laughs> Dude, I love the way you did. That was crazy. Bro. I'm, Basically like, took what? the Ant-Man theory from Endgame and yeah. made yeah, it even more gross. <laughs> yeah, and they're showing us like the entryway to the penis. I was like, what the? And he's like <laughs> in there. He's like... <laughs> he's tickling the urethra oh. or whatever it was so funny dude go to the prostate so go to the prostate yeah bro oh, let's just put like this is the first time aaron's watched anything of the boys it was that episode and she was like so that's like your mom walks in at the worst part yeah when you're a kid <laughs> yeah 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 but i dude, like, i couldn't imagine anything getting more gross than the exploding whale or um uh, a train vaporizing that girl, you know, Huey's girlfriend. Oh, yeah. Like, like the first episode. There's been some gross scenes. This takes the cake. I mean, last yeah. season had a guy with an expanding penis that he was using to strangle people. Yeah. Well, yeah, I this, mean, if you, this is the grossest thing I've seen. Listen, if you've been a fan of this podcast for the eight years, nine years, I've been doing it, seven, eight, nine, whatever it is now, you know that. I'm a crude person and I find crude things funny and I have no problem talking about wangs, bat wangs and all that. And like, this is the first time I was watching. I was like, I think they went a little too far, man. And <laughs> only because, I do only because the fact that they showed it from his point of view being so small and the dick is just on the table, just massive. You just see the massive head of this dude's wiener and him like crawling in and i was like dude like what the fuck is going on right now it was almost uncomfortable to watch with my own they should have had them talk they should have had an animatronic one talking to him like in pam and tommy oh dude that would have made it it even better it was so it was so crazy man what a way to start this season (laughs) yeah it's seth rogan and evan goldberg dude like it's just true true to their style of humor because if you remember like um uh what's the the movie um preacher preacher had some gross stuff in it dude like when when seth rogan and evan goldberg goldberg get their hands on these comic book properties they make try to make them as gross as possible see and i don't think it would have bothered me as much if it wasn't that it showed just the massive fucking dick (laughs) yeah from the dude's point of view like just the massive dick and i was like all right, it looked like, like a dead whale, like beached whale. Yeah, I was yeah, like, what it was the fuck nasty. Is that? Like it took me a minute to realize what it was. So I was like, oh, dude, seriously. I was but, watching it um, while I was working. I was like, oh god, I hope my wife doesn't walk in right now because <laughs> she's gonna be like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, oh my then gosh! He, like, starts attacking Frenchie, and he's like, he's trying to climb in my butthole. Yeah. That was intense, though. Yeah that, yeah, that became really scary really quick. I'm like, oh, dude, that's a that would be terrifying. This little thing <laughs> could climb into you and yeah. just expand awesome. and blow you up. And the well, best part is how they caught him. He catches him in a bag of coke <laughs> and then shakes <laughs> it up and basically makes the guy almost overdose. And then to Good see his butcher. restraint where he didn't smash him, like he he like wanted to smash him and he didn't, but um. I love how this this show takes character premises like Ant-Man or Soldier Boy basically being Captain America and all these different um, characters that we know and love and warps them just a little bit. And, and Invincible does this as well, really well. Uh, 
and warps them into these like super adult R-rated. You know, this thing might have been NC-17. I'm surprised it didn't get that rating. Uh, well, it's on Amazon. It's a streaming service, so I'm, I mean, I'm not. Yeah, but taking them and just just showing us this adult version of what it could be if like Quentin Tarantino was directing one of these movies, <laughs> you know, just as gross as humanly possible. Yeah. And I'm, that's part of my issue though. Overall, like the story I'm really enjoying for these three episodes. I think it's off to a strong start. I think it's really good. I really hope that this is finally the end of Homelander. That guy needs to be taken down. Like, yeah, he's an amazing villain. He is. And that's when you know a villain's really good when you're like, get this guy out of here. I really hope they finally take him down. But he's essentially a superhero, Mac Morris. Yeah, but the the gore, I don't mind gore, but it's just every time someone gets killed, it's like ridiculously over the top. And I feel like they could find some in between on some of the kills. I, I feel know. like I they like just it. go too far on every single kill. Um, I'm getting kind of starting to get annoyed that every time superheroes go like anywhere except for Maeve and like Starlight, that they're always in their superhero gear. I'm like, bro, put on a different outfit. Like an, every now and again. Well, we saw Homelander outfit. in a different outfit or lack thereof. <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, um, I like the gore because if you if you tone it down, then it's just like every other thing I've seen. I'm not saying get rid of it entirely, but I'm saying like every time anyone gets killed, it's like ridiculous. Like, well, the, the that girl, that girl jumped, top, that girl jumps off the roof and her whole body splatters into pieces. Well, like, it was like a hundred stories or something like that. So, she was, yeah. Yeah. She was forced. Well, off of course she roof, was going to die, you know. but oh, that's true. He pushed her. So I don't know. I just thought I, there's just, I feel like they're, taking it further than they have and it's unnecessary no one's going to mention the fact that he fingered a vegetable essentially storm homelander fingers stormfront or whatever her name is on her hospital bed she has no arms or legs he does no she no he doesn't she jerks him off oh she jerks i thought he was no she jerks him off because he's complaining about it shit and she's like oh how can i make you feel better and then she he fucking whips his dick out and yeah she's like sitting there all toastied and fucking jerking him off. That was disturbing too. That that that, that the guy is just a disturbing man. Yeah, I I like that they push the boundaries because I feel like if they toned it down at all, it would be like everything else we've already seen. And I like that it's it's putting itself in a super like we have all these superhero properties that have come out right. And we have Invincible and the, the live action is supposed to be coming out soon, which the live action would probably be that toned down version of what, what we're seeing in the boys, right? Oh, I don't Everything's think so. I think finding, the live action is going to go. It's going to go. You're not going to see somebody going in through a penis and exploding it. No, you're Invincible. not. But I think you're going to no. see a lot of the gore that you see in the cartoon in the live action. Like you're going to yeah, see. But I, I think in the cartoon. And, yeah. But I, I think in the cartoon, like it's not nearly as bad as this. I don't know. Maybe maybe it is. I haven't watched it in a while, but I don't know. I think everything's trying to find its space that it belongs in. And like and you again, have Marvel taking the... the family friendly. You have DC taking the dark stuff. You have, you know, everybody's trying to find this 
trying to make the same property, but trying to trying to differentiate themselves from everybody else. And the boys, I think, does a good job of that by being gross and over the top. Yeah. You know, do we really want to see the same thing over and over again? That's not what I'm asking for. I'm just saying. No, I, I, I hear what you're asking. Bit. You want you want them to tone it down. But I think if you tone it down, then it's going to be too close to what we already get from everything else. But then you get things like the deep fucking his girlfriend or fucking his wife while he's basically like having essentially phone sex or cyber sex or whatever you want to call it telepathic sex with an, an octopus that he later and he then eats eat. oh, he that was eat. disturbing and he's got a family and begging for his life you know it's just like it's like he's yeah. praying oh that yeah. was a hard scene to watch that was i'm like you're not even gonna like kill it first oh just, oh that was... like when he squishes it in, in his mouth oh dude yeah it takes quite a bit for me to like feel uncomfortable why was why did or... homelander make him do that power and control yeah he's a sadistic fuck like he was trying to to put power over him yeah he doesn't like that he's losing control of the seven and the say with vat and that they're listening to um starlight more than him so yeah it's it's a control thing that's the whole reason he was brought back into the the seven so i need to watch it again because I, I feel like I watched the first episode while I was working, and and like I thought that Homelander was doing yeah, stuff for Stormfront. That's yeah. exactly Homelander is an alpha. Oh, but, yeah, but he's doing it. He's doing it to continue to punish the deep, but also punish um, Starlight because he basically raped her in you know yeah. season one, and that's why he was kicked out of the the seven and. Now that she's getting all this power and say so, he doesn't like it because it's an alpha. So they're going, you know, he's bringing the deep back in to the seven to hurt her, to piss her off. But also he's going to make sure the deep knows his place, that he's a bitch and that he's the bottom of the chain, you know? Yeah. Well, and dude, that scene when she tries to threaten him with the, the flight video and he's like, you know what? I don't even care. Do it. You know what I'll do then? I'll go to the White House and I'll kill all the infrastructure. I'll kill all the leaders. And then I'll tag out infrastructure and then I'll do this and that. Like, and you know what? He could. He could. He could. Yeah. No one could stop him, really. But yeah. what I like, like about this show is that crazy. It shows superheroes in a different light. Like I like that too. We we normally say, well, supervillains are the bad guys and and the ones that destroy everything. And I like how this show shows supers as like they're not always necessarily helpful that a lot of times they are the cause of, of what's happening. And they're the ones that fuck everything up worse than it is. Like when they're doing the flashback, you know, and you see soldier boy show up with his whole ragtag group of people and, and stuff. So, and they all like fuck it all up by flying in the air and murdering all her people. And just like, by the way, I think Jensen Ackles is going to be awesome. And yeah, so you know, far what I've seen. Allegations of Soldier Boy fucking molesting gunpowder. And it's just like, it, it, it's interesting to see them depict supers in that way. Yeah, I, I totally agree. That's what makes this show interesting. I want to see the real Marvel bad guys on the big screen. What do you mean by that, Zaggy? I am curious myself. 
I always Doctor thought like Doom. a I always thought like oh. a Doctor Doom movie would be really good. Or a Magneto movie. But where 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 it is like them against like the like Magneto against the X-Men or whatever, but the whole movie is from his side. You know, try to get us to relate to like uh Black Panther tried to do this, right? Where it tried to get us to relate to Killmonger. Black Panther like, did it well and so did Infinity War. Yeah, you you try to relate to Thanos, right? Yeah. But a movie called Doctor Doom, which is basically his perspective of the of of what's going on, or Magneto, or there's a couple of villains that would be really interesting to have their own movie. Craven oh. the Hunter and Morbius are not them. <laughs> no. They are not. no, they are not. No, they are not. Um, Butcher becoming a soup and not able to control it. That's been really interesting. I'm sure that's in the comics. Oh, I get um, what he's saying. He's saying that bad guys fuck shit up in the comics and rape and kill and show it on the big screen. He wants oh yeah, that won't, real that won't happen. Yeah, that won't happen with Marvel. My I would love DC. to see that too. Yeah, DC but Marvel, do that. Marvel is sticking to this PG-13 thing. They had yeah. the opportunity to to go really gross with Doctor Strange, and they didn't. <laughs> I know they didn't, but I've got some people that I know that are like, that movie was disturbing. I'm like, you haven't seen anything that, that was disturbing. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you about a penis that explodes from <laughs> Ant-Man, essentially. No, um, yeah, I would I Doctor Strange would have been so much better if it was rated R. But I get I, why they don't do it. Yeah. But like really make it a Sam Raimi like horror spectacle would have been to push that envelope more than they did but uh yeah and in the comics correct me if i'm wrong doesn't huey have superpowers in the comics uh i, I wouldn't know i'm yeah, pretty sure so he does the comic. it's been a long time since i read the comics too but I, i'm trying i think he has superpowers in the comics so i wonder if eventually that might be coming Yeah. So, so I, I, and maybe you haven't read the comics, Matt, early, but the idea that we're going with in this season is that Soldier Boy's not actually dead, right? And that he's been like probably put on ice by a bunch of Russians. Yeah, he's probably like he's evil Captain America. Frozen. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. I am prepared to see a scene, a, a scene of his shield in ice. <laughs> That's what I'm preparing yes. myself for. You know, because why well, Russia? And, just speaking of Huey, um, Simon Pegg, I know, like, was the original, like, thought for Huey. Yes. So that's why he's his dad. His American accent is horrible. Simon Pegg? Yes, it was awful. Oh, yeah, it's always been. It was so bad. <laughs> that didn't even sound like Simon Pegg to me. No, it did to me. But... No. I, I was listening to it. I was like, is that supposed to be Simon Pegg? Because, yeah, he's always had a bad American accent. Yeah, it's his face on the video, but but it didn't. It was, oh yeah, it, so he does bad. get powers in the in the comic because he's unwillingly enhanced with Compound V. So he so gets powers from Compound V. Uh maybe. I mean, they did introduce that in the show with Butcher. So that's what it, what it wasn't unwilling. Butcher did it to himself. Yeah, but I wonder if Huey gets powers 
now Butcher has powers if it's going to culminate to a fight between the two of them because they have different ideologies. And Huey is reluctantly going towards Butcher's ideologies right now, but I think it's going to... It does every season. Huey starts to follow Butcher. By the end of the season, Huey's like, Butcher's an asshole. I'm going to go do what I think is right. I'm going to be more you know, passive and try to do it the, the less violent way. Yeah, but I do want to see a fight between Butcher and Homelander. I think that would be epic. Yeah, Carl Urban's be. awesome. Because they yeah, have very right, similar powers, right? He at this does. Point, yeah. Butcher and then gives the rest of them compound V to be able to fight the seven. So yeah, that's how that's how they all get. So yeah, they do have powers. Yeah, so it's it's going that way. And Frenchie might be one of my favorite characters. <laughs> I love Frenchie. Yeah. I love how he's always trying to do like the right thing. You know. I don't yeah. know. It's just a great show. There's not a lot to say after three episodes. They deliberately give you three episodes that don't give you too much, but will they give you enough to keep you coming back every week. Yeah. Like I thought by the end of the third episode, we were going to see the reveal of them finding Soldier Boy, but you don't get that. You just get the flashback. Yeah, you don't get it. Yeah, you don't see. You just get the flashback and then all of his like cohorts talking about him. And I. I just like the the slow descent into madness you're getting from Homelander as everybody's turning on him. Like, yeah. you know, America's sweetheart, America is hero and the face of heroes everywhere. And now you're slowly being turned on and his slow descent downward. I thought it was funny that now his supporters are all right wing nut jobs. <laughs> right. <laughs> It's like, well, you've lost uh, the millennials and you've lost the uh, all the people in California, but you're getting the people in, like, Texas. Yeah. <laughs> the wackadoos. Yeah. You know, I I don't know. I'm I'm really excited for it. It was nice uh, to see the boys back because it's been so long since the last season aired. It was pre-COVID, right? Yeah. You know, and it's just was a it? nice... Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I thought, no, no, I think it was no, season two came it? out. Season two came out during COVID. Yeah, in 2020. Uh, was I want to say it came out last year. Yeah, I think it was 2021. Did it, right, Matt? Yeah, it wasn't that long ago. Yeah, I want to say it came out last year. So I think the first season was 2019, and then I think they took a break in 2020. Yeah, 2020. 2020. Uh, no, season two was 2020. Yeah. It was 2020. October okay. 9th, yeah. 2020 is when season eight. It's been almost two years. I didn't realize it had been that long. Yeah, wow. I was gonna say it. I was gonna say it. It's been a while. It didn't We're... feel like that long, but it didn't. Well, the whole la- the last two years have flown by pretty quick because we've all been True. locked in our homes. Oh, I was locked in my home for like three weeks. That's not why they've flown by. <laughs> like that's <laughs> that life. was uh that was with fan fusion. I was like, yeah, we went to Fan Fusion like two years ago. And Matt's like, no, it's been like three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I haven't just... been to one in a long time. The last one I went to was right before I moved to Colorado. Mm-hmm. 2019 was the last one because 2020 got canceled because that was right at the start of COVID when things were locked down. And 2021 yeah. got canceled. So, yeah. Long time. But, yeah, I mean, well, if you're not watching The Boys definitely worth checking out the first two seasons to get caught up before the new episode comes out next Friday. 
just like I said, watch over the giant penises. It's nice because we're right now. Uh, I love summertime when it comes to cinema and TV shows because we've got Obi Wan coming out every Wednesday. Next week, Miss Marvel starts. Then we got the boys on Fridays, and then Umbrella Academy is supposed to be soon too, right? Yeah, also got Stranger weeks. Things, the new season. Stranger, of Stranger Things, things yeah, which I thought was fantastic. If you Stranger Things, it's awesome. Part Max needs yet. to get on it. Yeah, if you guys want to talk about it, I can log off the show. I no, I left it out because I Lance didn't respond in our group chat like he never does. And sorry, I've been. And you said you have only watched on one a regular episode, basis, so dude, so. I didn't want to. I didn't want to go too into it with only seeing one episode. But I've I loved part one of season four. I want to talk about it before the next two episodes come out in July for sure. Well, yeah, that gives us that gives Max three weeks to watch. The remaining six episodes that he hasn't watched yet. But it's true. We'll see. Super good so, though. I'm... Um, yeah, it's fantastic, man. I liked it better than lo- last season and the season before that. I love the first All I season. Know is that I want to play a D and D game put on by the Hellfire Club. <laughs> I want one of those shirts, the Hellfire Club shirts. Oh, they have the Hellfire Club shirt. Let Zaggy. I want to buy one of those. Apparently so. Zaggy said he bought the shirt. Yeah. I'm going to pick up one of those. The Hellfire nice. Club. You know what I'm trying to find right now? Speaking of awesome things that have come out, Matt, I'm trying to find the the uh, blue, the Birdberry Blueberries or whatever they're called. Shorzy jersey. Oh. I can't find it anywhere. I can find the Letterkenny uh, Irish one. I don't think one. they have it yet. Yeah. If you see it, because I know you will probably see it. Let me know because I'm getting that one. That logo is so cool with the bulldog biting the hockey stick hockey in half. Stick. Yeah, Shorzy was awesome. I know you don't like it. You didn't like it as much, right? Yeah, I didn't I didn't like it as much as I like Letter Kenny. I feel like this one actually has a storyline. <laughs> whereas Letter Kenny is every episode is just kind of like in itself. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, and I, they're kind of like skits. It's to some of the characters too that I was like, I don't understand. Like what other characters? Jacques Jean, like JJ Frankie JJ, he speaks English. Oh, he speaks English in Letterkenny and then doesn't speak a word of English in Shorzy. Yeah, you know, like the the rap dude on the the team raps in English but speaks in French, like. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm. I think that's one of the one of the reasons the show is so awesome that it's just filled with like ridiculous inconsistencies. <laughs> I just got. I don't know. What was the first thing I told you after I started watching it, Matt? Yeah, there are hot. There's a ton of hot. Girls I can't there. ever go to Canada. But a lot of them are the same actresses that are in Letterkenny. The 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 very first episode, the chick with the, with like this ESPN knockoff. She plays Derry's like hot girlfriend in Letterkenny. That later is oh, is that the same Gertz. one? Yeah, I didn't. Re- I thought I recognized her. Yeah, so I don't know. I love the show. I love it so much. I love Letterkenny. I, I'll in have general. to give it a couple more watches. Like, but I didn't. But hate like it, I said, but... it's an actually complete thought from the be- first episode to the last episode. It's an actual storyline. Whereas yeah. Letter Kenny's every episode's like a skit. 
Well, I mean, they have an underlying storyline in it, but yeah, each episode is a different, different take. Yeah, but this because one, Letter the Kenny is about is the, the people of Leonard Kenny and their problems. Like that's what the show is about. Shorzy yeah. isn't about that. Shorzy's just about Shorzy. Never lose again. Yeah, that's the whole premise of Shorzy. And getting and who gets game sticks? <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh man, such a. Good I read show. an I article it. that like drumstick sales have doubled since shorty came out really yeah isn't it insane the the following that is like i saw at least four or five people in letter kenny jerseys at fan fusion yeah it's insane how much it's exploded mm-hmm. but to the point where uh jared kiso is that his name Keso, yeah Keso, where people are fan casting him as wolverine Yep, I think he should be. Yeah. I don't know. Get on that, Max. Stranger Things. Yes. It's in the pipeline. Zaggy, I try to watch the kids in the hall, the new the new reboot with my wife. And my wife said, This is dumb, and she made me turn it off after 10 minutes. So now I gotta watch it by myself. Do you guys know what kids in the hall is? Mm, I I watched the old one on Comedy Central. I haven't watched the new one. Yeah. Max, Kids in the Hall is like a skit show, like like SNL, but more. It's not as, uh, like not in front of like live studio audience or anything. Mm, yeah, I never heard of it. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Has the you know? Have you ever seen uh, Superstore? I love. Yeah, Superstore. I've seen Superstore. You know the the um, what's his name? Glenn. The no. the the yeah. store manager. Yeah, he's one of the kids in the hall. He's one of the originals, and he was my one of my favorite parts of Superstore. Nice, he's the one that kind of talks like this, like he has a high pitch. He's super Christian. Yeah, but I don't know. I just feel like there's so much watch. Like there is short, strange. Like literally, we had Comic Con, Shorty, Stranger Things, all the same day. And then Obi Wan, oh Obi Wan too. See, so and Obi Wan, Comic Con, Shorzy, Stranger Things all dropped last Friday. A, that was a had, day. I thought Obi was skipping a week and coming back till next week, and then I found out that it, it came out. And then you had the uh, boys drop early, so it was like, okay, so it, it's been a crazy week. There's some good other stuff too stuff. that's not getting a lot of. Like my wife and I are a big fan of this show called The Wilds on Amazon. Season two is on there. We just started watching that last night. Then there's um, there's this show on Hulu called Under the Banner of Heaven with Andrew Garfield. That's fantastic. There there's a ton of stuff available right now for people to watch. Then you also got Barry on HBO. Um, I haven't watched any of season three of that yet. That's so good. I love that show. It's one of my favorite shows. But uh, yeah, there's there's a lot to watch, man. Like I feel like just four or five months ago, I felt like there was nothing to watch. And now, oh, Better Call Saul was yeah just just oh, had crap. I'm behind on that too. Yeah. Oh, dude, that in the mid season ended so good. I haven't watched the last episode. Don't spoil it. Oh, dude. Yeah, that show's great. I was telling who was I telling. Oh, I was telling Jay. Jay's like, no, I haven't watched Better Call Saul. And I was like, well, you like Breaking Bad? He's like, yeah. I was like, well, watch Better Call Saul because it's just more of that. Like, the new season is closer 
to Breaking Bad than any other season I've seen of Better Call Saul. Ooh, I would hope so, since they're leading into Breaking Bad. That makes yeah, it more exciting. Like just like the way the story's written and stuff, like it's starting to feel like like Breaking Bad. Whereas original seasons, like it definitely felt like its own thing. Now it's it's if it's setting up. Well, it's been announced that Brian Cranston and Jesse, um, what's his name? Aaron. Um, Aaron Paul. Paul. Yeah. Aaron Paul make a cameo this season, so it makes sense. Like it's starting to converge. So, oh, it's so good, dude. Love that show. I don't know. You guys got anything else? I don't know how you haven't watched the final episode yet of the season or the mid in the first half of the season because that comes um, back in, in, in July, too. Yeah, I plan on watching it hopefully tomorrow. I've just been busy. Like, it's amazing. I get to watch what I've been watching with school and work and everything else. So, I feel, yeah, so get down on it. Dude, speaking of mooses or moose, there's no such thing as mooses. Meese. (laughs) Uh, Zaggy, I saw this awesome video of a moose chasing a a Kodiak bear, and the Kodiak bear was running for its damn life. It was hilarious. It was on TikTok. This moose was going to kill this bear. It was like easily a four or 500 pound bear. Because everything you watch on TikTok is real. It was a I don't see how you could fake that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> it was CGI. TikTok is real life, man. Every time I see one of those, look at my wife react to me doing this, it's totally real. Come yeah. On. It's not staged. Do you see the one of the guy that grabs her and no. jiggles her? Oh, dude, I laughed so hard at that one. It's one of my favorites. But I don't know. All right. Sticks Anything else? Moose in his house. No, I'm good. I'm waking up at 4 30, so. I was about to tell you guys I was going to have to log off. So, that's but yeah, that'll do it for this week's episode. If no one's got anything else, uh, be on the lookout because we're going to have new content coming to the channel. I got some stuff now to where I can do uh, pre-recorded content. So I'm going to probably bring back Matt and Matinee and do some movie reviews. So my plan was with Top Gun Maverick was to do a movie, a standalone movie review on that uh, moving forward. And we're just going to have other pre-recorded content coming out. Hopefully, yeah. we can get it couple times a week if not i got daily. something actually, in the works i'm actually recording something in a couple of weeks a new there project we go. i'm so working on so we're gonna have um a lot of content coming from the channel hopefully gonna see some big growth uh going through the rest of the year i know we're all i know lance and i are going to san diego so hopefully we'll get some good stuff there um great stuff looking forward and coming uh ish is trying to set us up with an interview with someone from AEW. So if you're a wrestling fan, uh watch out for that when we can get that That'd set be awesome. up. Um but yeah, we got great things coming, all kinds of uh stuff in the pipeline and in the works. But for this week's episode, this one right here. I'm Matt. I'm Lance. And that's Max. That's who Max on himself. Mute. It's called a keyboard and a mouse. That's Max. Play the music. I'm Max. What the heck? <laughs> Max was quickly feverishly Googling how to shrink into a man's penis. <laughs> so him and that's, Lance that's can his do plan odd on how to kill together. me. They can do odd things. Play together. the video, Max. <laughs> that's not me. Is it me? All right. Uh, hey, guys. It's been a great show. All you freaks and geeks, 
Welcome all you freaks and geeks. Let's listen to Absolute Geek. Absolute Geek. We'll go ahead and spread our cheeks. Spread the cheeks. And drink some Cosby wine. We'll drink some Cosby wine. It makes me feel real fine. See you next time on the Absolute 